from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. If you haven't become a member, the time to do so is now. It is free and easy to become a member. Just go to wakeupcalldt.com and click on the MixLR feed or... Go to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, click follow, and that will prompt you to connect yourself to the show by creating a username and putting a password in that'll connect you to your email. And once you connect your email to the show, you get emailed every single time the show goes live. You'll never miss a live event again. You get an email sent to you, says Wake Up Call is live. You open it up, you click to listen, and there you go. It's as simple as that. Two clicks. Once you become a member, and only members can connect with the show in the group chat and the live chat that we have during this thing. So if you want to be a part of the live chat, ask us questions during the show, give us thoughts and whatnot, then that is the way to go and make it easy for yourself and be emailed when the show goes live. Then do what 150 of you beautiful members have done, and that is go to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Click follow, and it'll take you just a couple seconds to connect yourself with the show today. And we appreciate everybody that's done so. We got a big, big, big time show coming up this morning. So let's hop into the morning menu. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We like to start off the show by giving you our menu of topics. The morning menu, that is... Live now with the morning menu is Dan Tortora. Here inside of the morning menu brought to you by all of the wonderful partners that we have in central and upstate New York. You can check them out by going to wakeupcalldt.com, including Canine Campground, our newest partner in central and upstate New York. When you're out of town, you know where to bring your dog. That is Canine Campground. It is the luxury life for a dog. They're able to go outside, play, have a good time. They have turf, so they're not going to get all muddy, dirty, and and gross or anything like that. So if it rains or it snows, they have the turf outside, perfect for World Cup conversation. And they also have their beds in their own spots. Some of them have televisions. If your dog watches TV, like my pup, she watches the Disney Channel. So if you have, if you want that, you can get that as well. And, of course, they have the play and the love and the care of a very, very wide range of members that are a part of Canine Campground. What I mean by wide range is they have so many different employees at Canine Campground, so many different personalities that love up your dog while you're there, including Lorraine. So a big shout-out to Lorraine and the entire team, Chad, and everybody at Canine Campground because when we go away, we want to relax, we want to have peace of mind, when we're on vacation or we got to go somewhere for work or whatever it may be, you want to feel safe. And I've done it before where I've, you know, asked a buddy, you know, hey, can you watch my dog for me? And I come home and the the crate's got stuff all over it. My dog is dirty. They haven't taken care of her. She, she looks like she's shaky. 
She looks like she doesn't want to be away from us at all. And I know that she was mistreated. She was fed the wrong food and all these different things. Well, that's that's not how you want to leave when you go on vacation. It's not how you want to leave when you go to when you go to work. If your dog is your kid, your dog is a brother, sister to you, whatever it may be, you, you know how important they are and we know how important they are. And I know so many dog lovers in central and upstate New York. So I really wanted to get Canine Campground with us because for me to be a part of my team, it states something. It states that there's positive work. It states that these people are honest, that they're forthright, that they're going to do the best they can. This isn't just a bunch of businesses randomly thrown together. These are good, hardworking people that have care and concern for the little things. And when it comes to Canine Campground and Lorraine and, and just the entire operation, I would trust them with my dog before I'd bring them back to my friend that was watching my dog. So it says a lot about what they've done there, and Canine Campground is in East Syracuse. If you want more information, you can go to wakeupcalldt.com and you can click on their logo, or you can go straight to K9, the number nine, K9 Campground with a K. So K9 Campground, K9, K, Ampground. That's how you do it. So K9 Campground, Campground is with a K for this, dot com. 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013, and they say it exactly right there on the homepage. Safety first with a personal touch. K9Campground.com. Campground is spelled with a K. 315-299-4013 to get in touch with them. Our newest partners here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So make sure that you show them some love. And if you have a pup, that you bring him over to K9 Campground. Because we're always looking for somebody to watch the dog, right? And we get that... We have the conversation with the family. They go, hey, if you get a dog, I'll be there. I'll watch it. Your buddy says, I'll do it. And when push comes to shove, everybody's busy. So you got to go somewhere. You got to find somebody. But you don't know who to trust. And that's why you go to a place like Canine Campground. And that's why I wanted to have them on the show so that I could talk to you about it before you're in a situation like my wife and I were in the last second, the day before a trip, trying to find somebody to take care of Lily. So Canine Campground, thank you for all the work that you do. And I implore each and every one of you to bring yourself over to Canine Campground. If you got a pup and you got to bring him over to, and it doesn't matter how big the dog is. Dog could be 80, 90 pounds, or like our little monster, nine pounds. Bring him over to Canine Campground and they'll have a great time. And they'll have some camaraderie with the dogs as well. Once again, 315-299-4013 for that number. So, with that being said, we got a message from Johnny here. How are the allergies today? <coughs> they are okay, Johnny. I'm going to try and, uh, and not sneeze on the air like last year, last week, but we'll see how we go here. Still a little bit trouble breathing. I appreciate and thank, uh, thank the listeners for asking me how I'm feeling right now because it is, uh, it's definitely been, for anybody that's got allergies, this has been probably by far the worst spring, because summer officially is tomorrow. It's been the worst spring that I think I have had maybe ever in Syracuse, New York. So thank you for your care and concern. Doing my best to feel a little bit better here this morning. The World Cup is taking over Wake Up Call this Wednesday and every Wednesday during the World Cup. So we are here right now with the World Cup, World Cup Wednesday, and we're going to get into that in just a moment. World Cup takeover on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora with Zach Bowden, who is an intern for Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, and of course myself, Dan Satora. 
Then, in the second hour of the show, I had the opportunity to be with the CNS North Stars, and CNS and I did a special from Chick-fil-A. You know, folks, if you if you know anything about me, you know Chick-fil-A is the place. I love it so much, and uh, couldn't leave there yesterday without a cookies and cream milkshake, which I downed. So... After Zach and I had had a little meeting after the thing, I pulled right around the drive-thru and got myself a cookies and cream and, uh, you know, did what I had to do. And I also paid a little visit to my co-host, <coughs> pardon me, of Superpowered Pop, which is our other show, our entertainment show on superpoweredpop.com. I paid a visit to my co-host, Eric Bunch, and brought him over and his wife a cookies and cream milkshake as well, which subsequently ended up in the hands of their son, who drank, I believe, one and a half of the milkshakes right before he went to bed. So, Mason, I hope I hope you had a good night's sleep for mom and dad's sake. So, And that's not my fault. They gave it to him. And I uh, got one for the wife as well. So, thank you to Chick-fil-A. We're going to be doing in the second hour of the broadcast the CNS special from Chick-fil-A. I was with Connor Hayes of the football team. He won the large school football award for all CNY as a junior. Jeremiah Willis, who plays track and football, he won the track award as a junior in all CNY. Joe Williams, who is also in track, and he is moving on to play in Buffalo. He's going to be at the University of Buffalo coming up here this coming year. So big shout out to Joe Williams, who crashed the party. We put him on the air as well. And Brandy Feeney who is nominated for the All-CNY as well for softball. She's going to be on the airwaves here in a little bit too. So you're going to hear from this group of athletes, student-athletes from CNS, the North Stars, from our Chick-fil-A Cicero sit-down show. And I want to thank the community that came out to it. You know how it goes. We do it live for you. Whoever shows up, who's ever there in the building, we're doing the show live on-site for you because we want to give you the opportunity to meet them, to talk with them, to interact with us. And you have that first that first crack, that first opportunity to hear it. That's for you. And for everybody that couldn't make it, we always put it up on the airwaves. So it's a twofer. We get to put it on the show in the morning, and we get to do it in front of you as well. We can do it live on location and live on air, <coughs> but I feel like that doesn't show any thank you to the people that showed up and made the time to be there. So thank you to everybody that came out to Chick-fil-A Cicero to do this event, to be a part of this event, and to have yourself some great food on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero. And we will be bringing you that CNS North Stars special engagement coming up here in the second hour of the broadcast with Connor Hayes, Brandy Feeney, Jeremiah Willis, and Joe Williams. You don't want to miss a second of that. It gets it gets really funny, and uh, the personalities definitely come out. So with that being said, we are here inside the first hour of the show. Zach Bowden is is here with me. It is World Cup Wednesday. It's our second edition. Zach, how are you doing today? Pretty good, sir. How about you? Doing well. And, and you're wearing, so what jersey we have on today? Well, today we got the Man United Romelu Lukaku jersey because he scored twice the other day for Belgium in a 3 nothing win over Panama. So, can, you, can you say that name three times fast? Romelu Lukaku, Romelu Lukaku, Romelu Lukaku. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Romelu Lukaku. That's not, where, I mean, the one thing that I can learn from soccer is that every time I think I've heard the craziest name in the world, it just gets crazier. Oh, there's a ton of them. What's the craziest name in soccer that you've ever heard? Sergej Milikovic Savic. That's ridiculous. Plays for the Serbian team here at the World Cup for Serbia. Oh, I thought he was French. 
Nope, he's a midfielder for Serbia. So I mean, I'm wearing FC Barcelona here in the studios today. Got that, got that neon yellow color going on. It goes good with the tan. Goes good with the complexion here, the olive complexion. So FC Barcelona in the building. The reason why I'm wearing this today is because Spain plays at 2 p.m. Eastern time, and they have some. They got to make up for some stuff here. They they had a little. Cristiano Ronaldo problem. We'll discuss that in just a little bit. Three to three. So they get a point. Portugal gets a point. Now it's time to get that three points, boost it to four, and move forward. So this is a big time game for them today. Oh yeah, against Iran, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, and 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 Iran, uh, it's crazy to think that they were they were at the top of the group standings through this first round. Well, the way the way they got to the top was even more surprising. Why don't we start there? Can we go a little bit into this Iran game and, and where, you know, where how, how this thing kind of shook out? If we go back and we look at the group standings here, and we'll look at where Iran is at. John, what did Johnny say? Having a Cristiano Ronaldo problem isn't a little problem. That's very, that's <laughs> very, that's very true, Johnny. It is true. <laughs> I was being facetious, Johnny, and if you don't know what that means, please look it up. <laughs> Iran, <laughs> so I, Iran against. Yeah, I mean, we look at this game against Morocco, and it was an awful... We were watching it here in the studios before we got started here on Wake Up Call this morning. An own goal at the end of the game in stoppage time. Yeah. that's uh... and, and it's on a header. And and when you look at it really quick, you think, okay, Iran got, got a piece of that. They got none of that. It was a full-on full header by Morocco. And the thing that, I mean, the, these are the plays in the World Cup that can come back to bite you in the butt. Oh, yeah. And that's that's the tough part of this. I mean, just it, it's just funny to me how Iran does not score a single goal, and yet they're the ones at the top of Group B. Well, it was a good header, just <laughs> wrong goal. Yeah, good header, wrong goal, wrong team. Uh, I think I think Iran's gonna Iran's gonna have a much tougher time against Portugal and Spain if they're unable to score a goal themselves against uh, Morocco. So we'll see how they do with that. Now, what did Johnny say? Treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor. Flippant. Oh, he lo- <laughs> he looked he looked up facetious. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> I appreciate it. See, you see, my listeners are good. They're good people. You ask them to do something, then they go do it. Johnny, I what else? What else do we need here today? Chips. We have chips and salsa for the games. See, see. After after the broadcast this morning, Zach and I are going to do something that we've never done in in studios and, and here at Wake Up Call of Dance Tour, where we're going to sit down and watch a game together. So I'm going to get to I'm going to get a feel for how you watch it. You're going to get a feel for how I watch it. You're going to hear my crazy commentary and and we're gonna have a good time so we're watching the 11 o'clock game because there's an early game there's an 11 o'clock and there's a two o'clock which is how the system has been running here so i want to go to our schedule here because we know that spain is playing at two o'clock today which i'm getting very upset that i have to sit and wait but it's okay i'll do what i gotta do so as we look at it right now get onto the schedule here Iran and Spain are playing at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Live right now is Portugal and Morocco. Nobody has scored. Oh, hold up there. Ronaldo did score oh, a wait, goal. Oh, he did score. Why have they not updated this? Because Ronaldo did score. It just doesn't show the score. It just says it's live. That's ridiculous. I don't like any of this. So you're, we're going to watch Uruguay <laughs> against Saudi Arabia at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's going to be on Fox. 
Shout out to Fox, by the way, because I think this, okay, this is how it goes. And when you want to talk about worldwide, which is bigger, football or football, if it's football Americano, which is what we know as football, or if it's football, which is soccer, I'll tell you which is bigger. During the NFL draft, it was simulcast on the NFL Network and Fox, and Fox was fighting with Spectrum, and they cut the feed. Well, Fox has been fighting with Spectrum for months, and if you turned on the Fox channel, it was it was Spectrum throwing all types of shade at Fox and the company that runs it and this, that, and the other, Next Star or whatever the heck it is. All of a sudden, within the last few days, Fox, you know, within the last like, week or so, Fox all of a sudden appeared on the channels again, and you could watch Fox again. Well, what's changed? The World Cup's on Fox and on Fox Sports 1. So I find it really hilarious that, you know, people say, well, you know, soccer's not that big in America, or soccer's not this, soccer's not that. When the NFL draft came around, Fox cut the feed. When the World Cup was coming back, somebody lit a fire under Fox's butt and said, listen, if people can't watch the World Cup, somebody's going to die here. <laughs> so they brought, yeah. it, they brought it back. So if, if, you, if you are not a soccer fan, you still owe, you owe a letter of gratitude to the World Cup because without the World Cup, I don't know if Fox would have come back on the air with Spectrum. So whatever deal they had to make allowed us to watch this. Because if Iran in Spain was not on my television today, there was going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. And I can't describe that problem on air, but it would be a problem. <laughs> so we're happy to have it back. Uruguay playing Saudi Arabia, and then Iran against Spain, and then uh, Portugal and Morocco are playing right now. And Cristiano Ronaldo, is, is a, he's just a nutcase. He's, just, he's scoring all over the place. Nobody can stop him. I... I we're in the 60th minute right now. He scored in the fourth minute. This is the second time he did that against Spain in the fourth minute, as Zach and I were talking about before Zach brought it up, and he did it again. Cristiano Ronaldo, let's discuss him for a little while because he is a problem, okay? If you love Portugal, <laughs> everything is wonderful. If you're any other team in the world, you're like literally – I mean, this is he's, he's essentially LeBron James of Portugal. Pretty much, LeBron James of the world, really. Well, until you, well, until you start getting messed in the equation, then a lot of arguments start getting there. But that's a whole another discussion. But Ronaldo's been doing this for 15 years. A lot of coaches who've coached Ronaldo have said, when you have Ronaldo, you're basically you feel like you're basically already up one nothing because he's just he's such a difference maker. Yeah. And he used to play for Man United. He led them to a lot of titles before he moved to Real Madrid, and he's led Real Madrid to a lot of titles and he led Portugal to their first title in the Euros two years ago and he's trying to get a World Cup that's the only thing he's missing he's done everything World Player of the Year Champions League Litas a Euro for Portugal he's done everything except the World Cup and he's now scored the most international goals ever um, among European among players European the record players. I believe is held by an Egyptian player who scored like 110 goals and what and Ronaldo's at, is at 85 85 so I don't know if Ronaldo eighty-five will... international goals. That's correct. Eighty-five. That's. He made his debut for Portugal all the way back in two thousand three. Eighty-five. That's so. So that's eighty-five goals in fifteen years. Correct. Okay. So that's. It's not bad. It's a pretty sizable return. Yeah, eighty-five goals in fifteen years. And the last time I checked, I believe he has the third most international goals of all time. So if he if the man has eighty five goals in fifteen years, he's scoring at least six goals a year. 
for Portugal, yeah. It's nuts. There's there's been a there's been a two or three years in his international career where he scored more goals than games played for Portugal. I feel like some people play years and years and years on international teams. They don't score a goal. And this, I mean, 85, 85 goals. And the way he's going right now, he's going to have 85 in the World Cup this year. So, I mean, <laughs> but the, I, he's just, he's just so good, which makes Portugal as, as bad as they might be in, in certain areas. He just, he just, he cleans up that he's LeBron, he is the LeBron James of Portugal because he needs everybody to just do a little bit. Yep. And then he'll do the rest. But you think about, normally when a team scores three goals on you, you're in some trouble, especially in the World Cup. And for Portugal, and shout out to Lawrence Papaleo, who will be with us Fridays at 9.30 a.m. for our uh, Significant Soundbites World Cup takeover. He was t- he put up the thing that I had told you about, Zach, where he said Spain 3, Christi- Cristiano Ronaldo 3. He didn't give it to Portugal. <laughs> it was Cristiano Ronaldo playing by himself. Well, well he's right. I mean, what do you think about Portugal as far as – I know they could go as far as Cristiano Ronaldo can take them, but do you see a team like this winning that is so one-dimensional? Well, no one expected them to win the Euros two years ago, so anything's possible. And same thing. I mean, Greece of all nations won the Euros in 04, and no one saw that coming. Yeah. And they beat Portugal in the final when it was hosted in Portugal back in 2004. So we're looking at, you know, where things are standing right now. I want to I wanna do something with the group standings with you, Zach, where we're going to – I want to ask, you know, kind of where this, where you're shocked, if things are happening the way you thought they were, if it's different. Group A in this World Cup takeover of Wake Up Call Dance Tour, World Cup Wednesday, first hour of every Wednesday broadcast during the World Cup, dedicated to the World Cup. Russia, Group A, is at the top right now. They are. They have a plus seven goal differential. They have six points because they have two wins in this thing. Uruguay is behind them with three points. Then Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Does this stand? These standings of the Group A. Do they surprise you? Oh, uh, well, I'm surprised Russia has scored the amount of goals they have. I mean, they were winless in their previous seven games coming into the tournament. Yeah, and then they just they all. They light up Saudi Arabia for five goals and a 5 nothing win. Then they take care of Egypt 3-1. They basically have a solid foot into the knockout stage. They just got to avoid defeat against Uruguay, and they'll probably win the group due to their superior goal difference. Now, we had spoken about this before, that you know Russia could be in a situation where what if they didn't win? And <clears throat> then we said, could there be foul play? You know, could Could they find a way to squeak them in? There hasn't needed to be penalty kicks. There hasn't needed to be, you know, a, a free kick opportunity in the 93rd minute or whatever it may be. Russia is trouncing their opponents. And and granted, it's Saudi Arabia and Egypt, but and they still have to play Uruguay. But where Russia stands right now is is pretty amazing. And if Uruguay is to beat Saudi Arabia, which I feel which I believe they can, then then it's six and six. For Russia and Uruguay, then we go to goal differential. If Uruguay and Russia, if, if Uruguay wins that game, they can flip it. But because Egypt and Saudi Arabia are struggling so much, it, at this point it looks like it's going to be Russia, Uruguay, or Uruguay, Russia, either way. Yeah, I think Group A is pretty much going to be wrapped up today when, if Uruguay takes care of Saudi Arabia, which I think they will. 
And then we go to Group B, and we talked about Iran a little bit. They have three points. Uh, Spain has one. Portugal has one. Morocco has none on an own goal, as we had discussed. Any chance that Iran can somehow squeak by, or are they in trouble knowing that they have to play Portugal and Spain? I would say... I would say for Iran, they would need to pick up at least one point to have a chance. I'd say they have to get a win to be assured they go through. But I I, I, I think Spain's still going to win the group. I think they're going to they're gonna run right by Morocco today. Portugal looks like they're t- – or Spain plays Iran. My apologies. I think Spain's going to get by Iran today, and I, Portugal right now are taking care of Morocco. So I think we're going to start to see the group change there and see Portugal and Spain in the top two like we like I thought. But and, Iran's got to get a win if they want to go through. And then as far as groups, so they got to steal one from Portugal or Spain. Group C, France, Denmark, Australia, Peru. That's how it stands right now. <clears throat> They've all played one game apiece. Australia, I'm a little bit surprised in where they're sitting right now. Denmark was able to squeak by. They were able to win, get three points. France is where I thought they would be at the top. Uh, goal differential is the same, though, with them in Denmark, so it's give or take here. Denmark, I know they've all played a game. What are your thoughts on Denmark at this point? You know, Peru has only put has only played one game in here, and people are already trying, you know, kind of scared about what this is going to mean for Peru since they lost to Denmark. But we're in a place where Denmark's got three, France has three, Australia has none right now. What's going to, what's group C? Because I feel like group C is going to mix it up a little bit. And I don't think that Peru's out of it completely by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, France is, France is where they're supposed to be. This, uh, this is a little bit more of a wide open group here. Cause, uh, with France, uh, they were pretty unconvincing and a little scrappy, but they got the win. The two players I said to watch last week, Griezmann and Pogba both scored. If Pogba doesn't score, that probably ends in a one, one draw. And then this group's more, even more open, but uh, I still think it's open. Uh, if Peru or Australia were to go through, they would have to get each of them a draw or a win. I th- only one of them can do it. It's just a matter of who does it. So that gives them a chance. Um, Denmark's in a pretty good position right now, but Denmark also still has to play France. And I think France, now they found their feet in the World Cup a little bit, they're only going to get a little bit better. And I think France is still going to top the group, but it's going to be interesting to see who finishes behind France. And, and when we look at, you know, the situation that we have here right now, you know, I, I want to go to our, you know, what's going on in our in our brackets here. So we have the Wake Up Call League, and we have uh, Mike C., we have Zach that's in it, we have Niagara, who is Jordan, we have Football Better Than Football, Colin, and we have the Orlando Fat Gators that are a part of this as well. I want to take, take a look at what's going on here for me so i have in these stages here i have uh, do they have okay so we got them set up so i have uruguay and egypt getting through here i did not intend russia to be where they're at right now <coughs> pardon me allergies spain and portugal i can't deal with it. it's ridiculous it's my kryptonite is pollen spain and portugal one and two i have them so that's still viable france i had peru but denmark is right up there with France right now. Go to Group D. I had Argentina and Iceland. Croatia stepping up right now. They have three points, so the only one in Group D that has three points, and their goal differential is plus two. We did have a question that came through. What's the question? 
Just got a question. Do you think Neymar is to Brazil what Ronaldo, what Ronaldo and Ronaldinho were along with the rest of the greats? Is Neymar to Brazil what, what, what Ronaldo and Ronaldinho, what Ronaldinho has been? Well, that's uh, Ronaldo. Does he mean the uh, Brazilian Ronaldo? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, too. Um, well, here's the thing with Neymar. I don't think he's the same as Ronaldo. Like, obviously, Neymar is, you know, the main man for Brazil. He's he's the difference between whether they go home in the earlier knockout rounds or a deeper run. Yeah. But the thing with Ronaldo is he doesn't really have much help. He's kind of like LeBron. He just needs everyone to do the little things. Yeah. Neymar plays for Brazil. He has plenty of help. Yeah. Gabriel Jesus, Willian, Felipe Coutinho, Renato Augusto, Casemiro, Paulinho. And then there's Brazil ha- really has a potential world-class defense in Marcelo, Thiago Silva, Miranda, or Marquinhos, and then Danilo. And Brazil actually has two number one goalkeepers in Ederson and Ali Son. So Brazil's a loaded team. Portugal, yeah. Portugal has to ride Ronaldo as far as he takes them. So I don't think they're the same. So you don't think they're the same? And that, and that coming, uh, thank you for the question. Too. We yeah, it's a really good question. We appreciate the question. Group D, Croatia, three points. Iceland and Argentina won a piece because they tied each other. Nigeria, nothing. That should not have been a tie. And what do you think about this? Because, I mean, in Iceland, Finn, you know, and I got to say it the way the guy said it. Oh, yeah. You know, but he's like, Finn Berlison. And he kept saying, he said it like a hundred times. <laughs> he's yeah. like, Berlison, Berlison, Finn Balison. So Finn Balison of Iceland against Argentina. It would have been one of my favorite goals of these first couple weeks. Alas, Finn Burleson, who was responsible for the goal. There was this opportunity from a teammate who kicked it through the legs of Argentina, but it bounced back out. Now, if Finn Burleson had kicked it through somebody's legs then this would have been the thing. If he had done I call it the Muggsy Bogues. When you dribble through someone's legs, I used to do that. My cousin's six foot two or three. So when I used to play against him, and at the time I was like five foot five, I would bounce it. As soon as he would, as soon as he would play defense and separate his legs, I'd bounce it, go around, and go up with it. So, I love it. Johnny said, I just want to scream goal. So go ahead, Johnny. Do it in your house. It's all good. So, so this game ties Finn Bellison. Would have been one of my favorites, but he was not. I do have a favorite that came up here in the first couple games. We'll talk about that in a second in Group E. But you don't think this should have been tied. Iceland coming through. Now, let me go to my... Now, I have Argentina 1, Iceland 2. And this this game might have played a little helper for Iceland? me. Yeah. Two? I had, I had Iceland I, I coming had, out of the group stages. I had Croatia. <laughs> well, I had Iceland coming out of the group stages. And listen, they're tied right now. So that could be something if somebody can steal from Croatia. But you don't you don't think that Iceland and Argentina should have been tied. Well Messi missed a penalty in the sixty fourth. And he's he's yes, he said afterwards he, he regretted it. So yeah. I just I think I think Argentina are, might find themselves in a little bit of trouble here. Currently third in the group. They gotta play Croatia next. Yeah. If they don't beat Croatia, that means like, if they draw or lose against Croatia, that basically sets up a must-win against Nigeria. And Nigeria is a team that's given Argentina problems in the past few years. At the last World Cup, it finished 3-2 to Argentina. They Messi need to have a game of his career to get by him. Yeah. They've also given him some trouble in friendlies. So, 
if Argentina don't beat Croatia, we could very well see Messi and Argentina exit the group stage, which it would be a huge embarrassment for Argentina. Shout out Iceland. Group E, Serbia in first, Brazil in second, Switzerland, oh. and then Costa Rica. This group is all types of crazy. And Serbia has three points, Brazil has one, Switzerland has one, Costa Rica has none, because Brazil and Switzerland drew in their first matchup. Thoughts on Group E, which has obviously taken somewhat of a crazy turn to see Costa Rica in last and Serbia in first. Well, for those who don't remember, uh, I have Brazil as my favorite winning, and I got a lot of things to say about the Brazil-Switzerland game, so we'll get to that in a minute, but... Serbia got by Costa Rica 1-0. Costa Rica only go as far as their goalkeeper, Keir Navas, to start at Real Madrid take him. Yeah. But Alexander Kolarov with a free kick goal, it was top corner, unstoppable. And Serbia held on for a 1-0 win, so they're top of the group. As for the Brazil-Switzerland game, they did play out to a 1-1 draw. Brazil took the lead. Neymar's still not 100% because he's had a lengthy injury layoff. He got injured back in February, and that was only his third game back from injury. So he's got to have some more time to recover. Uh, my main problem is I got two problems, most of them with the roughing. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm complaining, but there's a lot of analysts and experts would say the same that I'm saying. So wait, you're saying that in the sport of football, there's an officiating issue? Oh, yeah. I think many yeah. NFL fans would agree with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that Johnny would agree with that. Shout out Golden Tate, Atlanta Falcons game. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, the Switzerland goal should not have been allowed to stand because if you watch the replay, the score of the goal for Switzerland pushes a Brazil defender who is right on him in the back away from him and then has a wide-open header. You cannot do that. That's a foul. It should have been clear and obvious, but they didn't call that. And then even after that, I think Brazil, a lot of people think Brazil were denied a penalty in the 73rd minute when Gabriel Jesus was jumping through the box. Defender went for the ball, got the foot, and we have VAR, video assistant referee. Yeah. They didn't use it because they allowed the other team to play the ball quickly out. So that way, once the ball is played again, they can't go back to look at it. So officiating, in your opinion, played a role in this, in this Brazil-Switzerland game. Yeah, and I got one more point with that. Yeah, the ref did not take control of the game. Of the 19 fouls Switzerland committed on Brazil, 10 of them were on Neymar. And some of them were really, really harsh. Like when Neymar dribbled right by a player, uh, the defender grabbed Neymar by the back of the shirt here around the neck and yeah. basically yanked him, kind of choking him to the ground. And I don't get how that was not a yellow because that, was, that wasn't even for the ball. So we're in a situation where, you know, Neymar and this Brazilian team who are a dangerous team, always dangerous. You see Brazil in your group, you see Brazil in the knockout round, and you know that, you know, that is kind of the big bad wolf, even if they haven't won the World Cup four years before. And, you know, in this situation where we are where we are in the group stages and every single game in the World Cup counts, every single moment counts. The goal differential and everything counts. So Serbia in first, Brazil, Switzerland in second, looking to have some separation, and Costa Rica after them. Serbia, my favorite goal of this initial group stage, uh, first week week in chain, well, yeah, first week, is Alexander Kolarov's Serbian goal, and that goal coming off the free kick. If you have not seen 
Alexander Kolarov's goal. Go and watch it on YouTube. I think I'm going to put it up here. on. I'll put it up on uh, Wake Up Call DT on Facebook and on Twitter at Call DT so that you can all see it. But this Serbian goal, the Alexander Kolarov goal, was remarkable, impeccable, beautiful, wonderful. I loved it. We're going to take a step aside here, then we'll come back with Group F, G, and H. Everybody's got a game in at this point. We will discuss it in just a moment. Stay with us in the World Cup takeover of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. World Cup Wednesday with Dan Tortora and Zach Bowden. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. For one day only, Sunday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., the CNY Pop Festival brings sports and pop entertainers together, including Syracuse basketball's Decades of Bayheim, from Roosevelt Bowie Jr. to Daywan Coleman, as well as Syracuse football alumni and actors from The Flash, Star Wars, The Gremlins, Power Rangers, and The Addams Family. Come to the CNY Pop Festival at the F Shed at the Regional Market. Buy VIP and pre-sale tickets now on cnypopfestival.com. Brought to you by Honda City Liverpool, Utica Pizza Company, and True by Hilton Camillus. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DrysigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrysigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo, 
Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Every single Wednesday during the World Cup, it is World Cup Wednesday. It's the World Cup takeover of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We appreciate all of you that have been listening in this morning, asking questions, giving thoughts, all that good stuff. Johnny screaming, go! So we appreciate you being a part of the show. Zach Bowden's in the in the building with me, intern with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, doing a phenomenal job with CNY Pop Festival as well. And he is in the building wearing a Man United inside of the Wake Up Call studios, and I'm wearing an FC Barcelona. I thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. So with that being said, Spain, let's get it today, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Listen, heritage, folks, heritage. Where did you come from? If you're Serbian, be proud. If, I mean, whatever. Moroccan, be proud. If you're Cristiano Ronaldo's child somewhere in this world that nobody knows about, call up your father and tell him that he owes you money. So whatever you got to do, how many, how many, does Cristiano Ronaldo, does he have kids? Yeah, he is. He's his got kids. Most notable is Ronaldo Jr. Yeah, okay. He's got, he's got his children. That's it. So just Ronaldo Jr. Why not? But he's not like Sean Kemping it is what I'm trying to say. Like Sean Kemp. Did a little. Do you know about Sean Kemp's world tour? No, I don't actually. That Sean Kemp, when he was part of the USA team, allegedly impregnated women all over Europe. So he's got like babies everywhere. He had like fourteen kids. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just I'm just saying he may have as many kids as Ronaldo has international goals. Just putting it out there. That's uh. Eighty-five. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... It's, it's it's a lot of fun. We love you, Sean Kemp. You're a great kid. So, you know, just, I hope you're paying child support. I wonder how child support works internationally. Do you have to go to the current, do you have to change your currency? Do you have to move it to the euro? Can you give American dollars? This isn't like a Canadian question. This is a euro question. So I'm just, I just, you know, I'm happy that I don't have to answer those questions, Sean. So hopefully all is well with your life this morning. I hope you're having a great day. And uh, Spain, let's let's get it going here against Iran at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I'm just saying, just make it happen. So with that being said, we're back here, Zach and I, discussing the group stages and what's gone on. During the fast break, I watched Juan Quintero's beautiful, wonderful, courtesy of Zach saying, hey, you should you should go back and check it out. So we, we watched Juan Quintero's free kick and his free kick. Now, I told you, Alexander Kolarov... His goal, which there's four defenders that jump up in the air, and as they jump up during his free kick, and a wall. he puts the ball right in. He breaks the wall in half. He puts the ball right in between the two middle players' heads over the top and into the goal. Well, this is a free kick as well. But Juan Quintero sees the wall jump and made this crazy, crazy decision that as the wall's going up, He's going to kick it under the wall, under the feet. It's like playing a video game and everybody trying to go over top, over top, over top. And they're like, what if you just underhand it? So he goes under the wall and it gets all the way through to the Japanese goalkeeper who says it's not in, but clearly we see it past the post. Beautiful goals. My two favorite goals of the group stages so far, Alexander Kolarov and Juan Quintero. And Alexander Kolarov of Serbia, Juan Quintero of Colombia. And I hope that today my favorite goals become something else. I really do. These are beautiful, wonderful goals. But every single day I want 
to I want to fall off my chair watching the World Cup. I want amazing, phenomenal plays. I want them to wow me every chance they get. And Spain, that doesn't mean allow Iran to score three goals. So just so we know that. Just just so we're having a conversation because Spain, you, you did well offensively. You turned on, but I know Cristiano Ronaldo's a good player. But again, this is, you know, if you're trying to be Golden State and you just played LeBron, a little bit ugly there. A little bit ugly. <laughs> so let's hope for some good stuff today in these group stages. With that being said, we have... Uh, we want to take a look back at the group for Group D we went over, and we went over Group E. So Group F, Sweden, Mexico, South Korea, or the Korea Republic, and Germany. Germany is at the bottom of Group F, and guess what? In the rankings, Germany's considered number one. Not and by me, but by other people around this world. They think Germany was the best team coming into this thing. Sweden at the top with three, Mexico with three because they took down Germany. South Korea after that. And Germany at the bottom. Who would have thunk that Germany and the Korea Republic would be fighting for last place of Group F? Thoughts? Well, shocked to see the defending World Cup winners and number one ranked team at the bottom of the group. But Mexico beat Germany. It was well deserved. They didn't just Mexico didn't sit back and let try to go on the counter against Germany. They they ran right at Germany and won. It was quite impressive. But Mexico kind of pokes the bear, the bear being Germany. So that's that's not going to go very well for Sweden, Korea, because you're, you're going to get a German response. Can I tell you that my favorite sign of the World Cup this year is my mom is Moroccan, my dad is Portuguese, can't choose between mom and dad. <laughs> so, see, that's what I'm talking about. I have on my dad's side Spain and Italy, and on my mom's side Italy. So, and but there is a thought that we we are not a hundred percent Italian that there could be some Egyptian blood, and if we found that out from ancestry or whatever, then I would technically have to cheer for Egypt in this thing as well. But right now I'm rolling I'm rolling with Spain and Italy, and Italy because you're at home watching the games with me with popcorn, which is very sad for me. And America is doing the same. You know, I got it. I just got Spain. I got Spain. I have. Brutal, I, I have man. my heritage to cheer for in, on one side, and the other side, I don't know Italy. I don't know what's going on. Italy, there's a problem when the Jersey Shore has come back to television, but you didn't. It's, oh, it's sad. That's, that's that's brutal, man. That's a zinger right there. That is, yeah, that's... You know, that was against my own people. That's a shiza right there. <laughs> I know, that was a little bit of a zing. I'm sorry. We, we zing, we zang, and here we are. But the group stages, nonetheless, has put us in an interesting scenario. And and like you said, Mexico well-deserved it. They fought their butts off. They did what they needed to do. Sweden beat the Korea Republic, which, you know, I don't anticipate Korea will finish in the top two. What do you think about Sweden and Germany coming up on June 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Time? Here's the thing with Sweden. They don't play pretty. They're not one of the sexy teams, you know, like France or Brazil, but they know their identity, and they play well to it. Now, I don't think Sweden will beat Germany. I think they have a good chance at a draw. But think about this. If Sweden in any way or score were to beat Germany... Yeah. Then Sweden's in. Germany's probably out in the group stage, and... Germany's made the quarterfinals of the World Cup since every World Cup since 1972. Yeah. For them to go, if Germany was to go out on the group stage, 
Uh, that that's got to be the biggest shock. May I make a comment? Italy, and Italy's not in here to beat you, Germany, and you haven't played Spain yet. But if you beat yourself, then maybe Italy gets a win for this. Well, here's the thing: maybe it, Italy can have some peace at home. If, <laughs> so. if if Italy beats Sweden, then Italy would be in the same group as Germany. And then they would have had a chance, and that would have been a stacked group: Italy, Mexico, and Germany. Oh yeah, that would have been awesome. So, Sweden, we shall see. Big game coming up June 23rd. Make sure you watch it. Group G, Dark Horse. I agree with you. Zach said it here on the show. His Dark Horse of the whole World Cup is Belgium. My, I trust my gut. I trust my vibes, right? In my chest, something's telling me that Belgium could Belgium could be that team that's going to win those games that, against those teams that they're not supposed to beat. And right now, Belgium, it's a, it, Belgium is at the top of Group G. They do have a victory. Uh, England has a victory. Tunisia and Panama are the ones that dropped their first game. Thoughts on this? I, I don't trust England. I have Panama squeaking through. But, you know, Belgium Belgium is in a place. Their next game coming up here. I want to take a look. So they beat Panama 3 to nothing. so their goal differential is plus 3. And then they have Tunisia on June 23rd. Well, be- Belgium can definitely do it. They have the players and the talent in every position to be able to do it. It's just a matter of whether they show up against a bigger team. Right. But, um, so Belgium, I think, are going to win the group still. I I still think they're going to thrash England by three-plus goals when they meet in their final group game. Does England Is England dangerous at all to you? Well, England's going to – I think England's going to get out of the group, okay, which, they, which they failed to do in the last World Cup. Yeah. But I, I – I, Probably around a 16 defeat for England. Because here's the thing with England. It was 1-1 against Tunisia heading into the 90th minute in stoppage time. And then Harry Kane just pops up, scores another goal. Because the man's ridiculous. Plays for Tottenham. And he, he doesn't want to leave Tottenham. I mean, he has Real Madrid circling around and all the other big clubs. He doesn't want to leave Tottenham. Wants to stay in the Premier League. Which, yeah. he's an Englishman. You know, got to respect that loyalty. He just He's a good goal scorer. But... I don't think England's are going to be a threat against a bigger team. I miss you, Italy. That's all I had to say about all of that. All of that is I miss you because I'm because I'm looking at the friend the friendly between England and Italy, and it was a tie. And uh, you know, I'm just kind of going through here, looking at some things. They lost to France in a friendly. They tied with the Netherlands, but I will say that Italy does have a game coming up. And it's it'll get you ready for football and football season. It's on September seventh at two forty five p.m. Eastern time against Poland in the UEFA Nations League. So for those of you that are missing Italy but watching the Jersey Shore, or not watching the Jersey Shore but missing Italy, which that encompasses all Italians. You either if you are, or you're not. Most Italians aren't. But two forty five p.m. Eastern time, September seventh. Mark your calendars. Italy will play Poland, and it will all feel. Normal, hopefully, again. So, it hurts. It hurts down deep. I figure Johnny or somebody here on the feed is going to be like, Dan, it seems like you're in pain this morning. I am. But Spain is playing at 2 o'clock, and I'll feel better. Group H, Japan, Senegal, Poland, and Colombia. Now, Japan, three. Senegal's got three. How about Senegal coming out of that first game with Poland, beating them Two to one in the game. Big time game here. And I want to let you know how the game kind of broke down here. 
you know, for both of these teams and, and what went down. So the summary of the game as far as goals scored, we have, you know, Senegal getting the match ends and or pardon me here. I want to get to I want to get to the goals. So the goals for Senegal and Portugal, big tire Portugal, Poland, big time game for this. Uh, amazing, amazing game, and a lot of respect for Senegal in this game to beat Poland. And as we bring these up, your thoughts on what Poland didn't do in this game? Are you surprised? Mm, considering how the game went, not really. Uh, Poland didn't show any fight, and their star striker. There's, so Poland has a star striker named Robert Lewandowski. What he is for Poland is basically the same as what Ronaldo is to Portugal. Obviously, Ronaldo is a lot, lot better, but Lewandowski is no joke. But he's he's the star striker for German club Bayern Munich. He he was quiet. Poland didn't offer much fight. Senegal really took control of the game, and and Poland scored a goal against themselves. They gave Senegal an own goal. So yeah, the the own goal came at the thirty seventh minute, and then. Uh, Mbai scored in the 60th minute and the 86th minute Poland finally got a goal in this one but it was too little too late another game where an own goal changed the outcome of the game you take away the own goal it's a tie Poland has a point Senegal has a point but just like with Morocco you end up losing three points in the situation it's just you can't drop points at a world cup group stage especially not early no and and this is you know and these these own goals are the killers, you know, and, and these these situations, it's hard enough to score a goal, let alone help out your opponent, which doesn't need the help. Japan, though, was looking pretty nice coming out of this thing. Japan wins their first game over Colombia 2-1, to one, and uh, we were just speaking on this, the Colombian goal by Juan Quintero, but it wasn't enough as Japan was able to score two on the other side of things. Thoughts on Japan, who scored in the 6th minute and the 73rd minute. 6th minute was a penalty kick and and made it happen. Uh, Carlos Sanchez on the side of Colombia got a red card in this one as well in the 3rd minute of the game. Well, good for Japan. They became the first Asian team to ever beat a South American team in in a World Cup. So it was really good, good for the Asian team. So that's really good. Colombia really shot themselves in the foot on this one. I mean, just for Carlos Sanchez, he got a red card for a handball. Like he literally extended his elbow at a nine at a one hundred eighty degree angle, just straight out, held his hand out, handball. That's a red card, and to have it happen in the third minute, Colombia went down to ten. That was in the box. It was a penalty. Kagawa scored. Colombia then got that free kick goal with ten. They did well, but Japan found a winner with the extra man. So Colombia. They got some work to do. Yeah, Colombia in a place right now where they need to bounce back. And in a situation like many are, like we discussed in these group stages, where you can't afford to make these mistakes, and especially go a man down in these situations, Senegal has given themselves three points as they move forward. So interesting here to see who's... Now, of all these groups from Russia to Iran, France, Croatia, Serbia, Sweden, Belgium, and Japan... Which one surprised you the most at the top right now? At the top? Um, I definitely got to say Russia. Just they okay. they did not look good. Like I've said, they did not look good in their last seven games before the tournament. And then they got eight goals in two World Cup games and already have a foot in the round of 16. So I'm, I'm going to have to say Russia. 
And honestly, I th- I think they can draw or beat Uruguay to win the group, which would be huge for them. Yep, and and Uruguay obviously has a big game coming up, <clears throat> as we spoke about uh, today at 11 a.m. Eastern time. We'll be watching against Saudi Arabia, which uh, don't get confused. It says KSA if you see it on there. Saudi Arabia will be playing today up against Uruguay, and Uruguay needs to get a victory in this matchup. My my biggest shocker would be Iran, but I think it's because Spain and Portugal had the first game against each other. So I would say Iran would be a Serbia over Brazil right now. Uh, either one of those two to take a, a different approach. Uh, Russia does surprise me that they have scored more goals than anybody up to this point, that they have a plus seven goal differential. But for Iran, I, you know, I, I think that it's it's the draw. They get to play Morocco. Spain and Portugal have to play each other in the first game of Group B. So, to me, Iran kind of lucks out, but they still had to get the victory over Morocco. They did not draw against Morocco, and they put themselves in a situation where Spain and Portugal are kicking themselves that they couldn't get three points in that first game. And then, as far as Serbia, you know, I think them being atop Brazil right now, and, and as Zach said, questionable calls against Switzerland, but where things stand right now, Serbia at the top puts themselves in a nice situation. I would also say it shocks me that Costa Rica is at the bottom of this thing. So we uh, we have a message that came through. Yeah, here a couple, we, actually. Who would you rather have in their prime, Ronaldinho or Cristiano Ronaldo? Ooh, that is a tough one. Well, I think Cristiano Ronaldo's in his prime right now. So Well... I <laughs> <laughs> think he's making it happen right now. Well, here's, here's the thing with Ronaldo. In his prime, he was scoring goals for fun. I mean, I remember he had like a 61-goal season, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But his team wasn't really winning many, like, you know, team titles. Now with Ronaldo, he doesn't score as many goals, but he scores important goals in his team's winning titles. So, for strictly in their prime, I'm going to go with Ronaldinho because in his prime, he was leading Barcelona to a Champions League World Player of the Year, and then a few years before that, he was a key part of Brazil winning the World Cup, which if you like free kick goals, what yeah. was, go on YouTube and search Ronaldinho World Cup goal against England. It is the most cheekiest free kick goal you'll ever see. All right, so we're looking up Ronaldinho World Cup against England, right and there. it's a free kick. It's the tab one, 2002 World Cup. Yep, it was the quarterfinals. So we will we will watch this in studio. But I mean, so well, I'll tell you after this. <laughs> I'll give you my thoughts in just a second here. So we got a free kick coming up. <clears throat> it's it's about thirty five yards out. It's pretty far out. All right. And then just just watch the magic. This is ridiculous. Just just right, watch. Here we go. He literally lofted the ball up in the air. And it came down. He kicked it uh, like a punt. He kicked it <laughs> up in the air and knew some type of mathematic, scientific, astronomical angle, <clears throat> air, wind resistance to put the ball up in the air and drop it down. So I will say, and I'll do this for you, Johnny, that Ronaldinho got the NC. I don't feel good with my allergies, but I'll do the best I can. Ronaldinho got the Goal! That was 
was pretty good. That's solid. Not, not feeling very well this morning. I could have held a little bit longer. Ronaldinho making it happen. Okay, so I'm picking Ronaldinho. So I guess that you got your answer. Ronaldinho all the way. Take him in his prime. Anybody that can loft the ball up in the air and drop it like it's hot, I'm giving it to him. So it's ridiculous. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it that way. Now Dwight Howard, yes, it just came up. Uh, we saw the news on this. Dwight Howard is somebody that I covered for a few years. Pretty good with allergies, Johnny. That was good without allergies. Get out of here, man. Come on. So Dwight, what so, do we got here? So the Charlotte Hornets have traded away Dwight Howard to Brooklyn. Sources are saying they're uh, allegedly this is going right now. So the Nets are sending the Hornets center team. Timofey uh, Mozgov and two future second round draft picks with some cash to the Charlotte Hornets for the rights of Dwight Howard, who will go to the Brooklyn Nets, who will not go to the playoffs, and he will continue to love himself, and he will continue to want the ball, and he will continue to want to score, and he will continue to be obscure in the grand scheme of things in the NBA. Because, as I told you years ago when I covered Dwight Howard in Orlando, it's all about Dwight Howard. And anybody that doesn't know that by now is not paying attention. So what do I think about the trade? I think that Dwight Howard is Dwight Howard. And I think that Charlotte got rid of him, which will probably make Charlotte better and Brooklyn worse. Have a great day with that, folks. We'll take. <laughs> so we're going to take a... Uh, well, actually, we're going to stay with it. You got some more notes that you want to get to. So... You know, key the you know key thoughts or anything else with group stages before we round out the World Cup takeover of the first hour and hop into the CNS North Star special. Any other thoughts on the group stages so far? I got a couple. Okay. So anyone who remembers my wild predictions remembers that one of them was that I thought Mexico would be eliminated in the round of 16 for the seventh straight World Cup. Well. I, I think I'm going to have to backtrack on that one because they beat Germany, and if they were to win the group, they, they, they stand a good chance to gain at least to the quarters, maybe even a surprise run to the semis. I don't know. This Mexico team feels different. So I think I just want to say that. And then my also, another one of my wild, wild predictions was I said every South American team would get out of the group into the knockout stage. Well, Peru's in serious danger. Argentina could get in serious danger. I think Colombia's in danger. Brazil's got to go through the gears. And I think the only really safe one's Uruguay. So I was really shocked that a lot of South American teams find themselves in trouble early. Yeah, so we're in a situation right now where there are a bunch of teams that have stepped up that people didn't anticipate. You know, and I think with Russia, I did not have them coming out of the group stages. I definitely did not have them sitting where they sat right now. So I think that my talking point moving forward is how dangerous is Russia? Are they just in a soft group? And are they just not being pushed a lot? The fact that they're scoring at will better than anybody is, you know, questionable. I mean, between Cristiano Ronaldo and Russia as a team, Nobody's scoring easier than these two. Oh, yeah. And and I'm just very uh, – I'm shocked. I'm very shocked that it's not Russia that we're saying. It's not Spain that we're saying. You know, there, there's there's something to be said that uh, that Russia is the team <clears throat> that we're – I'm not saying France is scoring five goals in a game, Spain scoring five goals in a game. I, I, the fact that I'm saying that Russia is doing this is, <clears throat> is impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think where Russia's at right now – is is pretty pretty amazing says a lot about 
<clears throat> what they're doing compared to what we thought that they would potentially do. Out of all the superstars in the World Cup, who, in your opinion, has the best footwork? <clears throat> footwork. I'm going to assume dribbling ability by that question. Yeah. Uh... Futsal. There we go. So who has the best dribbling ability? Best dribbling well, I consider footwork like dribbling ability or just being on the ball, able to keep it and get by opponents. Yeah. So for that, at the current moment, I'm going to say huh. Isco of Spain. He's got phenomenal footwork. He basically wraps the ball around his foot to a point where it's basically, it looks like the ball's like glued to his foot. And just, I've never, outside of Messi and all the big boys, I think Isco is a really good dribbler. He's a huh. tiny little midfielder. But he's effective with the ball, plays for Real Madrid. And he starts for Spain, but yeah, he doesn't start for Real Madrid, which I think is ridiculous because he deserves to start at Real Madrid. All right, so let, let's look at Isco. Let's let's look at some of his abilities here. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can if I can agree and concur with this, <clears throat> with you on this. So. I, I think you will. He plays for Spain. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm trying to be fair here. All right, so let's let's take a look here. Let's look at the footwork. Mm, 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 mm. Timing's good. Okay, we're gonna move forward here. Oh, I missed that one. So let's see what we got. The move, the switch. Okay. All right. I want to see some more action. I want to see him. Can we get anything in the open field? Let's see. I think you just got. Well, you typed in goal, so I think you just gotta I type did. in dribbling. I did. I like. I like. I like the change though. Here, let's see. Let's see what we can get from Isco. Best dribbling skills, passes, and goals ever. So we're going to take a look at that right now. He does play for Spain, and you know that that is part of my my blood, and I love it so very much. But, you know, you got to be impartial with this. There's a lot of people playing in the World Cup, so we're going to have to take a look at this. So let's see here. Isco, oh, danger. Okay. Does Kim have any thoughts on the World Cup or Batman? Oh, my God. So... You know, we uh, we do a lot of uh, impressions here on the show, and people tend to find their way onto the show. Zach has never had anybody guest star onto the show before, so you haven't heard you haven't heard any of the impressions, have you? No. You haven't heard anybody. <clears throat> you haven't heard Kim Jong Un. You haven't heard Bat Batman or anybody. They might show up. They might show up, Johnny. We'll see if we can get them on the line. I don't know if the bat phone. I don't know if the bat phone will pick up our calls, so I, I don't know what Batman is doing at this point in time. I mean, we can <clears throat> we can kind of put, you know what I'll do? I'll put out the signal. We have a signal here in the studio that we put out to him. It's like a silent alarm, so let's see if we can, uh, if we can pull up Batman here. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. But, you know, if we can if we can put it out there. Uh, but I would have to say that with Isco, I, w I would have to give him I would have to give him some love. I, I think I think that, you know, what he's got going for him really well is that he plays for Spain. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, but just seeing. OK, so this is a perfect example right now. Just the things that he can. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say that his ability to work through his timing and his placement on the ball and different things that he's been able to do. I'll, I'll concur with you that Isco, I'm going to watch him. I mean, we're going to, we're going to see as we move forward, but you know, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's crazy to say that Isco could be the guy we're going to, we're going to see if we can get 
Batman on the phone here, though, since we've we've had a conversation about it. We're going to see if we can pull him up. Oh, is he calling us? Hold on, let's uh, let's answer this. We were going to try and get him on the phone. Hello. Hello. Oh well, Batman. I I, uh, I thought you'd be busy fighting crime right now in Gotham City. No, I'm taking a break, having a Snickers. I didn't feel right today. Oh, okay. So, so, you know, I didn't know if you had <clears throat> any thoughts <clears throat> whatsoever on the World Cup. I didn't know if you had, you know, do you watch the World Cup? I don't have time for the World Cup. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Well, I mean, if if you did take some time with it, would you have a, a favorite team? You know, it's a bunch of different countries playing up against each other. So I didn't know if that's, uh, that would be of, of interest to you to, to see any of these teams. I don't care about anyone. Is America in it? No, America's not in it. Then who cares? I'm gone. Click. Bye. Did you just say click? You know, My phone's broken. I don't know why. It doesn't ring. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Anyways, everybody, make sure that if you're looking out for the Joker, find him. I think that he looks like a short man from Korea. You can't say that, Batman, on the show. The Joker is not Kim Jong-un. Yes, it is. Bye. Or Dennis Rodman. Have a great day. Okay. So Batman has no thoughts. He has absolutely no thoughts on anything other than Snickers. Uh, He just gave a, a shameless plug to Snickers. If you're hungry, why wait? Okay, well, Ben, I thought you were gone. So go fight crime. Go do something. We're going to take a step aside here on the show. What do we have come up here? We should share the bat, bat video on break. No, Johnny, we can't share the bat video because it's not, uh, it's not, it's not family friendly. So we'll take a step aside here for a fast break. We'll come back with the CNS North Stars. Big fan of the North Stars. They're great. Okay, well, Batman is a fan of something. We'll take a step aside. We'll be back in a second. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so. I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with.
for one day only, Sunday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The CNY Pop Festival brings sports and pop entertainers together, including Syracuse basketball's Decades of Bayheim, from Roosevelt Bowie Jr. to Daywan Coleman, as well as Syracuse football alumni and actors from The Flash, Star Wars, The Gremlins, Power Rangers, and The Addams Family. Come to the CNY Pop Festival at the F Shed at the Regional Market. Buy VIP and pre-sale tickets now on cnypopfestival.com. Brought to you by Honda City Liverpool, Utica Pizza Company, and True by Hilton Camillus. Hi, this is Domenico Vitali, owner of Giovanni's Formalwear, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse next to the Ponderosa Plaza where you could choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formal Wear. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your event, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Right, we're here at Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora live at location at Chick-fil-A Cicero celebrating CNS. And on my left, I have Connor Hayes, who plays for the football team, quarterback on the team, and a recent winner of an All-CNY Award as a junior for large school football. And then on my right for softball for CNS, Brandy Feeney, who has won it? We're going to give you an award for all CNY because you you've deserved that. So we have both of them here today, and we're proud to have them. We're here every single month, once a month, with CNS all throughout the sports that they have at CNS. We're very happy to have the senior spotlight last month, and this month we're having a junior spotlight with Connor Hayes and Brandy Feeney. So first and foremost, I'm going to go to you, Brandy. And this time we're going to run it. We're going to talk a little bit about the sports world for both of you, and then we're going to get into rapid fire where I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you that have nothing to do with sports. And then the third segment, you get to put me on the hot seat. So it'll be good for you guys. So whatever I ask you, you can throw back at me. Brandy, you know, this season for softball, we were talking about a little bit off the air, just what you can say about what you took away from CNS this year. We know it's right up the road and, and very close by. It's right here on the wall at Chick-fil-A. So what did you take away from softball this year? Um, I really enjoyed how close our team was this year and winning sectionals back-to-back that doesn't happen very often so it was nice to have that happen and I just enjoyed like being with my teammates every day because we got along so well. And going to the All-CNY Awards and having an opportunity there just what you took away from 
that up that event for you and, and even though you didn't take an award home being part of that as a junior just what that meant to you knowing that you were nominated you were thought highly of and you have another year to get after it again for all cny um, it meant a lot to me, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without my teammates. They helped me. They always put me in situations to succeed. And Carly's an amazing athlete, so it was nice to be like recognized with her and with all the other amazing athletes that were also recognized. And, you know, when it comes to Carly, we were talking about this as well, you're on the same travel team. So her winning is bitter yet sweet because you, you obviously know her, you've played with her before. So just what you could say about you know, being on the same travel team and knowing obviously that there was talent there as well. Um, she's just so good. I love playing with her. She can play anywhere and that's rare. You don't usually see that, especially someone who can pitch and hit. And on Connor's side here, here with Connor Hayes, quarterback of CNS, you went to the All-CNY Awards as well as a junior and got the award. There was, you know, Tim was feeling really good about it. Tim Bednarski, the athletics director, he said, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's got it in the bag, and then it actually happened, so bring me into that night for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, going into the night, uh, I had a good feeling that we were going to, that I was going to get the award, but I mean, one of my players, uh, Eric Pride, he was also nominated, uh, Servasier Dennis, who is like now going to go to some big time D1 school, he was also nominated, so I was very, very pleased that uh, I, I won the award. And going into it, just what you could say about having the season that you had and if you felt like this was a possibility if, if you even think about awards um yeah i thought uh honestly i thought eric pride my running back he was going to get the award his stats were tremendous um so that's what i thought at the end of the season you know we had a great year uh, as a team uh so i was more thinking as the team and the year was over i really wasn't thinking about awards but uh, then uh, I got the email, oh, Eric's got it in the bag for sure, his stats were tremendous, he had a great year, but uh, ended up, uh, the, vo uh, the voters picked me, for what reason I really don't know, but uh, I was very pleased that I, uh, I got the award. So Eric Pride, I mean, you go, not just going up against people that you know in the area, obviously for you know, local football, but when you're going up against a teammate, I know Eric has somewhat of a large personality. <laughs> So, how did he handle going up against you in this thing? Uh, he he, he uh, handled it very well. Um, I've known him for a while, and yeah, like you said, he does have a very big personality. He's a great guy. Love to be around him. I hang out with him a lot. So, the fact that uh, he handled it very well, I mean, uh, right when I won the award, he was the first one to congratulate me. Um, he's this all-around player, and it was just great for the CNS football program as a whole that we were both nominated for the Player of the Year. So, he's the first one to embrace you, kind of be there for you. In that moment, did he have anything set up? Any? Did he talk to you about it at all? Like, if I win, I'm going to do this. If you win, you got to do that. I mean, what, was there any back and forth? Because he's already... He's already decided he's going to be on Wake Up Call with Dan Satori. He's already he's going to be some analyst in the field, I guess. He's already made that decision. Uh, I think we're sitting right next to each other, so we just we said whoever wins, we're both just going to stand up and congratulate whoever wins because they deserve it. Because that's where the vote. So we were sitting right there. We both stood up when they said the award and they said my name. So he was happy about it. We were happy as a whole. Just you know, good friends uh, supporting each other. And going back to you uh, here with Brandy Feeney on my right, Connor Hayes on my left. Brandy, to, to look at your time that you've had at CNS so far, 
I know that you know this being a season that you know you have a little bit more time. So whatever happened this year, there's something to fight for. We we talked about it a little bit. Just what you took away from this year and what you see moving forward. Um, I think we did amazing this year, but I definitely think we can improve. Um, the ultimate goal is to win states for any sport. So we made it to regionals this year, so hopefully we can win states next year. We have a lot of people coming back, so we have a good chance. And making it to regionals, you know, getting out of sectionals, going into regionals, like you said, hopefully you can win states, but there was a lot to be happy about this year. And, and I know that an athlete or anybody that's going after their dreams is always hungry for more. But what do you appreciate most about the run that you had this year? Um, that we all got along every day, all, all my teammates and me. And it was just like amazing just to win sectionals because like that's not something a lot of people can say. And to get through sectionals, to move on to regionals, bring me into those weeks and those moments. What made this team... I know you said you're always together, and, and, and you know that camaraderie, that connection means a lot to you. But what made this team, even outside of that, so special to make the run that you that you got to? Um, we just all wanted it. Every single person on our team wanted to win sectionals. We wanted to um, bring the tradition back because for years, softball has won it like five years in a row, and it's been a couple years since we won it. We won last year and won this year, so we want to keep the tradition and start it back up again. And when you talk about tradition, how important was that when you came into CNS to know the tradition for CNS softball? Um, it's very important. If you play for CNS softball, you're there to win sectionals and win states. You're not just there to play, you're there to win. And speaking of and going off of that, Connor, just what you could tell me about, you know, as this football team moves forward, just what your thoughts are on this next go-around that you have coming up? Well, last year we had a great year, winning the first ever sectional championship for uh, CNS. That was a great, great accomplishment for our team. That was one of our goals we always had. Uh, we had the goal of winning states, uh, fell in the semifinals, unfortunately. It just wasn't our day. Played a great team out of Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, so we're just looking to build on that. I mean, the, the goal is always a state championship, like Brandy said. If you're playing a sport, especially at CNS, you know, we're very, we're very focused, uh, very focused on sports and uh, love to win. So we're going for a state championship, and the team's been working real hard this offseason. A lot of people have been getting stronger, faster, uh, getting their football knowledge up. Uh, we got, like, we got a scrimmage tonight, you know, just getting better every day. And uh, we should have a good year for next season. And when you look at the fact, I mean, you're playing quarterback, so I say it all the time on the show. <laughs> Quarterbacks and coaches, no matter who does what or what goes wrong, it's always on you guys. If you do well, we talk to the quarterback, talk to the coach. I mean, that's what that's what a lot of people do. If if things fall off the wagon, it's the quarterback and the coach. How have you handled the weight of that on your shoulders? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's a true statement. If I uh, I've known that from experience. Uh, starting from uh, my freshman year, I was the first time starting, and uh, I learned that real quick. You know, we didn't have a great season. We went five and four. Uh, it was uh, good for CNS standards, but we wanted to change that. So I learned real quick that win or loss, it's going to be on your shoulders as the quarterback. You got to make plays, and you got to really bring your teammates together, and really just uh, you got to you got to win the game. It's that simple. If you win, they don't really look at the stats. Wins a win. Um, so I definitely learned over my years from my freshman, sophomore, junior year. 
I've learned something each year about that and just how to handle the pressure and how to handle uh, what the media throws at you. Winning sectionals for the first time ever for CNS. Just bring me into that moment and what's so special about the team this year. Uh, yeah, well, as a sophomore, we fell in the championship, the CBA, uh, and I haven't hurt that bad since ever. That was the worst worst feeling in my life as an as athlete. Uh, it was just terrible, and our whole offseason, we were just talking about how we can't ever feel that again, just that this is the year that CNS has to win the section championship or else it's never going to happen. We had, the team, we had the team to do it. We had the mentality to do it. We had the coaches to do it. We just had to do it, and uh, we ended up winning it, like I said. Uh, it was just a great year. We had great coaches, great all-around team, just great guys, and uh, we pulled together, and we, yeah, we won the first one for CNS. And, Brandy, to go to some of your teammates, you know, we haven't had anybody here from softball yet to just to speak on your teammates and just what you could say about, you know, some of those, some of those special young women that you have on the team that really have helped you become a better player. Um, my pitcher, Ariana Corsiniti and Lindsay Richards, I always go and catch for them. They're always making me better. I'm making them better. And just our whole infield and outfield and everyone is, like, we all work together to help each other be successful. And when you have, you know, kind of come up in this, you said you got started when you were five, that you kind of fell in love with this. It's always been with you. How did it get put around you in the first place? I mean, is it just... Something that, you know, your parents were kind of saying, hey, give it a shot. Was it just something you fell in love with when you're driving by a park someday? How did it all get started? Um, my mom played college softball, and everyone in my family has played softball forever. My grandpa was a softball coach, started coaching travel softball. So it was just kind of in my blood to be a softball player. When you have all of that in your family, did you ever feel the pressure of it? Do you feel the pressure of it? No, because I love it so much, and you don't feel, I don't feel pressure for something that I enjoy doing. And we have Jeremiah Willis in the house right now, fashionably late. Up. You know what, I hope that you ran here, because <laughs> with everything, with track and all that, I heard that you're somewhat of a freakish athlete, so did you run here today? Oh, uh, no, nah, I had my boy Joe drive me. <laughs> I was a little bit late, so I was on the football field. Yeah, so we know that, we know that you play football and also play track. You just went to the LCNY Awards and won it for track. Just what you could say about, you know, getting that award and, and what it means to you and just what it says about your efforts. Man, that, that was a beautiful experience. You know, God is good always. Things happen for a reason. And getting that award just shows you that hard work pays off, you know. Um, I really didn't expect to win. There was, I congratulate all my nominees. It was great to be uh, nominated, but that's pretty cool. It's a big step in my career. There's some crazy pictures out there of what you can do. <laughs> and and uh, was it the long jump, Connor, we were talking about? Connor said he feels good about himself in the long jump, and then you make everybody look stupid. <laughs> so bring me into that a little bit. Um, I came into track uh, a sprinter, but I found out that my passion was the jumps, long jump and triple jump. Sprinting's been there, but jumping I really excelled at. So training with my coach, Coach Andre Dowdell, you know, I kind of took flight in it. It was, uh, it was, it was very good. It kind of fitted my personality. The, the spring in your step. When did you discover that you could fly? Uh, I don't know. I know it, it just. Honestly, you gotta ask my coach that. I couldn't tell you. I just, it just came naturally, you know. So. You're on the football side of things as well. Yes, sir. Bring me into the passion that you have for football, just what you could say about 
the other side. Um, I've been playing football my entire life, so kind of, um, I can't really get rid of football for, uh, from track or in my life, you know, it's been apart for so long. So I, uh, I played football because of my family. I have a cousin in the NFL, he plays for the Giants. Who's that? I'm Mar Marquis. Marquis. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, it's been in my family and I always had a passion for it. So I said, you know what? Let's go for it. So you're out there on the football field. There's this notion that I don't agree with, but there has been this notion that's out there that if you are in track, if you're a runner, you can't play football. That it doesn't. That it doesn't translate. Right. <laughs> they had that, the, the Usain Bolt conversation at how fast he is, but they said you can never put him on the football field. How do you break down that barrier every day? Man, whoever told you that, they, I don't think I don't think they were down to earth that day. Okay. Because right. any, you can do anything you put your mind to. You can do anything you put your mind to, no matter how hard, no matter how nearly impossible. <laughs> if you think you can do it. You can do it. And track and football went well for me, and if I can do it, you can do it too. Now, Jimmer Sikowski, the owner and operator of Chick-fil-A, just walked by and said, you're a track guy. <laughs> stick with track. What do you think about that? Man, I would. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm still, uh, the future holds anything. You never know what's in the future, so just got to wait and see. What would you like to do? Perfect situation in college. Dang, perfect situation. I would, to be honest, I would like to do both, at least try it, Okay. because it's rare for an athlete to be a dual sport athlete, especially with um, sports that conflicting, track and um, football. They're both very demanding, you know, they're both very hard on your body, so it's kind of uh, unheard of. So that would be a goal of mine to try, but if all else fails, you know, I'll, I'll definitely go straight to track. That's my passion right there. And I spoke with Connor a little bit before here about the fact that sectionals were won for football for the first time at CNS. Bring me into that feeling for you. Good times, winning sectionals, man, good times. Um, winning sectionals was such an amazing uh, such an amazing thing, you know. We haven't won sectionals in a long time. Yeah. And winning that kind of brought that feeling of, you know, hard work, you know, pays off. And when you have a team like that, you can do anything, <laughs> seriously. All right, fair enough. Now, Connor, I'm going to go to you. Tell me something good about Brandy, and then tell me something good about Jeremiah. Um, well, both of them, uh, just the work ethic, because I know both of them. They've been, like Brandy said, playing for that long, and I know her. I, I mean, I've seen her stats. They're just ridiculous. I mean, she's just catching, throwing people out. She's hitting home runs. It's ridiculous. And Jeremiah, I've known him for my entire CNS career, and uh, just the, some of the things that he's done and the long hours that we've put in grinding in football and both track. Uh, yeah, it definitely shows how dedicated they are to the sport. Randy, tell me something good about these gentlemen. You can put them together or separate them, however you want to do it. Um, they both work really hard, and Connor is such an amazing quarterback, and it's not something you usually see. He can run the ball, throw the ball, and Jeremiah is just insanely fast. It's not, it's ridiculous how fast he can run, how far he can jump. Jeremiah. Tell me something good about Connor and Brandy. Man, these two athletes right here, I'm so glad I got nominated with these two. You know, they're two tremendous athletes. Any college would be very glad to have them. Um, their work ethic is out the rule. Their skill is ex like, excels anybody else's. You know, they're two amazing athletes. I'm so glad I'm here nominated with them. Now, Brandy did not get the LCNY that we feel that 
she should have gotten here, but she's been humble with it. And we're going to have to give her our own award here with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. Tell me why Brandy, this coming year, Jeremiah, tell me why Brandy's going to win it this time. She's going to win it because, you know, she's a dreamer. She's a dreamer, you know. And not only that, but she knows how to set goals and she knows how to achieve them, you know. Uh, she, she grinds every day, perfects her craft, and when she wants something, she goes and get it. All right, Brandy. Hit home runs. We know you can do this thing. Bring me into your regimen and what makes you so keyed in and so calm, cool, and collected on the field. Bring me into your day-to-day. Um, well, I go and hit with my dad all the time, so hitting something I have a lot of confidence with. And um, when I just step in the box, I just think that I'm better than them, and that's what you have to think to succeed when you're hitting. If you think the pitcher's better than you, you're never going to get a hit. When you see a pitch coming your way, tell me the best pitcher you've gone up against. Um, probably Jenna Wyke of Liverpool. Okay. Why so? Because um, she can spin the ball so much into the show, so much harder than most people around. And when I go up against her, I just have to have confidence. Um, I also played with her, so that gives me an advantage. Now, we know that Judge is, is getting people excited about the Yankees again. Who's a better home run hitter, you or Judge? Judge. <laughs> yeah, probably Judge. Probably Judge, okay. Fair enough. What, now, what's when you look at your dreams and you look for, I mean, is this something that you want to continue and bring forward into college? Is this the, the hope and, and the dream for you to keep that family name going? Yes, I want to play Division One softball and hopefully maybe professional. Do you have a dream school or a dream scenario? Um, right now my dream school would either be St. Peter's or Cleveland State. And, um, well, the big dream scenario would be able to play in the Olympics in 2020, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, you know what, you keep, you keep shooting for the stars. Like, like was said here by Jeremiah, you're a dreamer, and you can achieve it. I have to, have to ask you, when you look to, like you said, pro- playing professionally, do you feel that those opportunities for women have expanded? Do you feel like it's getting better as far as having those professional opportunities? Yeah, they're definitely growing. Um, This year they created a brand new professional softball league. It's called the ASBA. And actually a local um, player, Sydney O'Hara, just got drafted to it. She's the first ever from CNS. So, and they have another league called the NPF. So they're definitely growing. I'm going to ask you each one more question before I take a step aside here live from Chick-fil-A Cicero with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. I'm going to start with Connor. What does it mean to be a CNS North Star? How would you define it? Oh, it's it, it's great, man. I, I I love being a North Star. Um, it's just uh, when I first came here in the eighth grade, I really felt the positivity around and the the definitely the good direction that the uh, that CNS was heading in sports. You know, they weren't known for their football when I came here. They weren't the best, but we've changed that. We're heading in a great direction. And uh, the school as a whole is just great. Everyone's uh, really, really supportive. You know, Mr. Bednarski does everything for all the sports. All, <laughs> all the administrators are great. You know, be they're so helpful. They're so kind. Uh, just the whole CNS as a whole is just a great place to be. So I lo- love to be a North Star. Go North Stars. Go North Stars. Hi, Brandy Feeney. What does it mean to be a CNS North Star? Um, I think it means that you love to win and you're a hard worker and you're never going to give up. Jeremiah Willis, what does it mean to be a CNS North Star? Man, what it means to be a CNS North Star. 
you know, to me, <laughs> what it is is you're signing a commitment to excellence. You know, if you want to excel, if you want to push yourself, yeah. if you want to be surrounded by amazing coaches and staff, if you want to win, you know, if you want a community behind you for support, CNS is the way to go. Right, coming from Jeremiah Willis of track and football, Brandy Feeney of softball, and Connor Hayes of football. Wake up call with Dan Satora live from Chick-fil-A. Cicero will be back with you in just a moment. We're going to do rapid fire. I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you that have nothing to do with the sports you play, put you on the hot seat. And Jeremiah, I know you didn't hear this in the beginning, so I'm going to tell you right now, the final segment of the show Y'all get to put me on the hot seat, and I have to answer any question you ask me. All right. We'll do that in just a moment. Oh, say that. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. For one day only, Sunday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., the CNY Pop Festival brings sports and pop entertainers together, including Syracuse basketball's Decades of Bayheim, from Roosevelt Bowie Jr. to Daywan Coleman, as well as Syracuse football alumni and actors from The Flash, Star Wars, The Gremlins, Power Rangers, and The Addams Family. Come to the CNY Pop Festival at the F-Shed at the Regional Market. Buy VIP and pre-sale tickets now on cnypopfestival.com. Brought to you by Honda City Liverpool, Utica Pizza Company, and True by Hilton Camillus. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at drysigapparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens... They're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. All right, we're back here. Wake up call with Dan Satora live from Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road. I don't have to tell people where it is because y'all know where it is. I think it was an hour and a half to get in the first day if you were waiting in the line. So Chick-fil-A is very busy. And I'm going to start rapid fire here with Wake Up Call with Dance Tour with Jeremiah Willis from track and football as well as Brandy Feeney from softball and Connor Hayes from football. Jeremiah, what's your favorite thing to get at Chick-fil-A? The nuggets. Chick- the nuggets. The nuggets all day. 
all day long. <laughs> okay, what <laughs> what sauce do you get with the nuggets? Chick-fil-A sauce and barbecue sauce. Mix them together. Like that. <laughs> like that. Okay, fair enough. What is it? What is it? How would you describe that flavor? What is that flavor? It's such a tremendous, astonishing, unique flavor. It's different. You take some barbecue sauce and the Chick-fil-A sauce, put them on top of each other, do a little spin with a fry, and I, you're golden. You're golden. Now, did you decide to do this, or did somebody tell you to do that? Um, me, I, I decided to do it. You know, uh, okay. growing up, I always had a thing for mixing and trying new things and putting new things together, like okay. berries, like strawberries and berries. Okay. I said strawberries and berries, strawberries and blueberries. Okay. Like, that would go good together. And you know, just things like that. And that kind of settled in with me, and I was like, you know what? This tastes good. I'm going to stick with it. Just like track and football, you mix it up. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, fair enough. All right, Connor, what do you get at Chick-fil-A? Oh, I automatic spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, the deluxe or regular? Regular. Okay, all right. Regular. Pickles, no pickles. Pickles. All right. What sauce? Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, y'all are killing me right now. Oh, okay. Really? You don't you don't go with the Chick Fil A? I sauce? don't. I'll tell you in a minute, really? Brandy. What do, you, what do you get, Brandy? Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets with what? Ranch. With ranch. Okay, so she says ranch. All right. All right. My wife's favorite is ranch, and she likes the Chick Fil A. I like Polynesian. Nobody said Polynesian. That's that's out of the box. That's bold. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Have you had that before? I have. I have What's Polynesian? <laughs> Polynesian sauce. You get it right now. Well, try it. You know, we're gonna have you try it while you're yeah, sitting here. Yeah, you're gonna have to try it because you're gonna want to mix that with stuff. All right, Brandy. If we made a movie about your life, what would we call it? Um, <laughs> probably the life of softball. The life of softball. All right, fair enough. Jeremiah. Who can jump farther? Who can stay in the air longer? You or Michael Jordan? <laughs> Me? No, I'm just kidding. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He got that, but I'm coming, though. I'm right behind him. I'm going to stay with this, though. Michael Jordan or LeBron James or, because people forget this all the time, Kobe Bryant has five rings. So Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, who's the best of those three? I like I, I, Michael Jordan all the way, but I really like Kobe because that dude's worth ethic, worth work ethic is insane. Okay. Insane. You how, how many players have you heard of have two jerseys set up for the same team, different numbers and everything? Yeah. Two different players. They're amazing. He, he's amazing. All right. Fair enough. I didn't hear LeBron James, so I got the answer that I wanted. <laughs> all right, Connor. If. You could trade lives with any NFL quarterback right now. Who would it be and why? Oh man, that is that's a tough one. But honestly, Michael Vick. <laughs> all right, that's, he's not even in the NFL anymore, Jeremiah. So I don't, so I don't know about that. What did you say, Johnny Manziel? I mean, but, I mean, I, I'm a big Johnny Manziel guy, but I wouldn't trade lives with him. But yeah. if I had to pick, I would have to say Jimmy Garoppolo because I'm a 49er fan. Okay, all right. Are the 49ers going to be good this year? They will be good. I mean, Jimmy G came over and we went six. So you can't really. We're on the up. We got a lot of good signings in the offseason. Richard Sherman. Um, the defense is looking better. The staff is the uh, the offensive staff is ridiculous with Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think we're we're going up. We got a pretty good schedule. 49ers will be good this year. All right, you heard it here. Are they going to make the playoffs? The 49ers will make the playoffs. Okay. All right. They, the NFC West is down. They, they, listen, it's right. It's right for the taking. The Rams are better. The Niners are better. The yeah. Seahawks are down. The Cardinals, Cardinals are, are down. down. Yeah. Okay. Jeremiah. Yep. 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 
If we're going to make a movie about your life, who's playing you in the movie? <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh, man, I'll play myself so good. <laughs> Besides you, who would play uh, you? I'll, I'll probably give this to my brother Joe. I'll give Joe? it to my boy Joe. All right, why would Joe play you? He's been with me my entire life. That dude, that dude drove me around. Man, he, he, me, and him are, me and him are tight. I'll probably let him play me. Hey, Joe. We're going to put Joe on here for a second. Hey, hey Joe, is this man ever going to drive himself anywhere? Never. <laughs> he'll have his license and he'll still have, him, he'll still have me pick him up. And now, what happened that your friendship became that you're the designated driver, that you're, you're going to take care of him all the time? Because this is my little brother, and I love to see him succeed in all of his sports, and I'm going to just make sure he always gets what he needs. Because I'm leaving him, and I don't know what he's going to do without me next year. I don't know what I'm going to do without him, but, you know, oh, but. So how long have you guys known each other? <sighs> seventh grade? Yeah, seventh grade. Back then, yeah. And then, because I'm a grade ahead of him, and like, like I said, I'm always looking out for him, and once he came on the rise, Everyone's like, oh my god, Jeremiah's my best friend. No, that's my boy, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's my little brother. All right, Jeremiah, are you going to get your license? July 5th, stand by. It's going to be the best driver's test you'll ever see. Just saying. Fair enough. You know how to, do you know, you know the double stop signs, right? You got that down? Yep. Double stop, one way. How well can you parallel park? Come again? <laughs> I was just asking. I was just asking. So, you know, what can you say about Joe? I mean, he's here with you right now. I, I'm going to give Joe 100% the credit for getting you here today. <laughs> so, what can you say about about this man that's sitting to your right? Man, they said blood's thicker than water. Well, Joe's thicker than blood. You know, he's... How are everything that I do? That's I feel like Joe has to be my friend now. Yeah, he's <laughs> legit. He's legit. You know? You're saying all these good things about Joe. Who knew that this show about... Brandy, Connor, and Jeremiah would be a plug for Joe. Yeah. Joe. So, Joe, Joe, give me, what's your last name? We got to shout you out here, Joe. My name is Joe Williams. Joe Williams. And I also run track with Jeremiah. Yes, and you'll be moving forward. What are you doing with the next part of your life? I will be running track at the University of Buffalo. And what do you think about that? I'm very excited about it. Uh, yeah, being named an all CNY nominee next to Connor, next to Jeremiah. And it was just really cool. And Brandy as well. Uh, just all four of us represent CNS, putting us on the map, and it's great. All right, I come from Joe Williams going to UB coming. You don't have to change the colors. Nope, I'm all blue. That's nice for you. Oh. Blue all day, every day. All right, Connor. Uh, one song and one song only that they're going to put on when you come out onto the field next year. What song is it? Should have been a cowboy by Toby Keith. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. Should have been a cowboy, but why that one? Why that oh, time? it's just, it's a class, you know, a lot of, like, I, I listen to, like, all types of music, like, I hang out with Joe and Jeremiah, you know, it's rap, but I'm through and through, I'm a country boy, uh, okay. and it's also a little, little funny, I think, if I ran out of the tunnel and they played Should have been a cowboy, uh, uh, so I like that one. All right, Brandy, I want to stick with this one, I like this one. You're coming out onto the softball field, what song are they playing and why? The Champion by Carrie Underwood. Oh. And, and why that one? Um, because I just like all the words in it. It just has a great meaning and just like represents what an athlete should strive for. Have you seen Carrie Underwood in concert yet? Yes. Where did you see her? Um, at the fair. You saw her at the fair. So back a few years here. She did that. She played two years in a row. I actually got to meet her. 
and I have one of my favorite shirts, one of my favorite, favorite shirts, my Walt Disney World shirt. I didn't have anything for her to sign, so she signed my sleeve, and I have not worn that shirt in like 10 years. I wouldn't either. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. I took a picture with her, too. She's very, she's very nice. Did you get to, have you gotten to meet her yet? No. We got to make that happen. Yes. Make that happen for you, Brandy. I'm going to stay with you, Brandy, on this one. Let's see here. Favorite actress of all time, and why? Um, probably Jennifer Aniston because she's just really funny and I love all her movies. Alright, but what's your what's your favorite movie she was in? Um, probably Just Go With It with Adam Sandler. It's a good movie. It's an awesome movie. Alright, Jeremiah. Let's, uh, let's see here. Jeremiah, I'm going to put you on a reality show that's currently airing on television. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay? I'm going to give you a choice. Oh. These are... You have to pick of these three shows. Okay. Amazing Race, Survivor, or Big Brother. <laughs> Dang. Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough cookie. I'll have to go with um, Big Brother. Big Brother seems fine. Okay. Uh, seems, uh, seems like a comedy sh It's a comedy show, right? Hey, have you watched Big Brother? Not at all. Okay, so basically it's a bunch of people in a house, kind of like the real world. But they're all trying to jockey for head of household, and then they can get power of veto and vote each other out of the house. And then the winner, I think, gets, I think it's like $500,000. I'm so there. <laughs> I'm so in that show right now. Okay. All right, fair enough. Connor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with this question. Amazing Race, Big Brother, or Survivor? Um, I'm gonna go with Amazing Race just because I love to travel and I love seeing other places, okay. and I think that'd be that'd be pretty interesting. What about you, Brandy? Amazing Race. Okay, why Amazing Race? I don't know. It just seems like the less dangerous side of all of that. Less dangerous <laughs> side of all of it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with you, Brandy. I could put you on one of these two. Let's stick with the reality the reality thing of this. So I could put you on one of these two shows, the Real World. Or Jersey Shore. Oh. What show do you go on and why? Um, I've never seen those shows, but okay. probably Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, probably Jersey Shore. All right, fair enough. But you've never seen any of them? No. Okay, go check it out. All right, Connor. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. All right, Connor. Let's go. Jersey Shore or Real World? Jersey Shore. All the way. <laughs> all the way. It's, it's right. a real question. I mean, it's, it's a great show. Uh, I'm so happy they got back together and had the family vacation in Miami. It was a great time. Have you been? So you've obviously been watching it. Oh, yes. Oh, Have yeah. you seen every episode of Jersey Shore? Probably not, no. Like I haven't like sat down on Netflix. I don't even know what it's on, but I've seen I've seen quite a few. I used to watch them with my older brother, so okay. uh, I kind of figured it out. It and Polly D is your favorite? Oh, 100%. Who's your least favorite? Oh, Snooky. Okay. Annoying. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah. Jersey Shore or Real World? The Jersey Shore. Okay. And <laughs> the Jersey Shore, baby. So, so tell me about the Jersey Shore. Do you watch it? I'm guessing you do. Nope. I you don't watch it? Nah, I just, I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I just heard good things about it. And, <laughs> and even though everybody's laughing at me, I just heard very good things about it. And you know what? It sounds like it's just a go for it. I okay. might as well. Jersey Shore, baby, all the way. I'm going to let you all know that Italians don't act like that. None of us. None across the board. No, There is no Italian that is orange color or orange hue. <laughs> We all, as you can see, we all tan in the sun, 
Well, yeah, I say that we're tinted. We have some type of a complexion, but we are not orange. And we don't have a Snooky. So, Snooky. I'm sorry to let y'all know that it's not real Italian life. So, I'm going to stick with this, Jeremiah. Favorite food. If you could only have one food for the rest of your life. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Oh. I'm going to say fried chicken. Y'all know what's coming, baby. Fried chicken. <laughs> Soul food right there. I'm, I, I influence everybody, and I recommend it to everybody. No matter where you are, who you are, fried chicken. Okay, fried so... Chicken. Do you make it at home? Somebody make it home for you? My mom. She, cook, mom? she cooks it like it's the last meal on earth. You, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. What is she? What are the sides that your mom, what does she give you? All right, all right. You ready? Yeah, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in like three hours. So Fried chicken. Go. All right. White rice. Uh-huh. Collard greens. Mm-hmm. Cornbread. Ooh. Top it all off. Water. <laughs> Stay hydrated, everybody. <laughs> nice. I think cornbread and fried chicken did it for me. All right, Brandy. One meal and one meal only for the rest of your life. What would it be? Steak. Steak? Uh, All right. Who, ma who makes the best steak in your house? My dad. Your dad on the grill? Yeah. How do you like your steak? Medium, medium well. Well done. What are you doing? Medium. Medium. Okay. All right. All right, Connor. One, one meal for the rest of your life. Um... Oh, uh, that's hard. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big seafood guy, so it'll probably be some type of seafood, probably like a fried haddock or something like that. Okay. Who makes fish in the house? Oh, uh, my dad does. Uh, only, only my dad and I like seafood. I, my, my little sister and my mom do not like it. So whenever they go out of town or something, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have some type of seafood. Says good stuff. You gotta you, see. You gotta go to a party where they have like shrimp and all that. So then oh, yeah. they give it all to you. Yep. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Connor, I'm going to stay with you. Three things on your bucket list. Oh. Go. Skydiving. Okay. One. Go to the Grand Canyon. Two. Three. Win a Super Bowl. All right. Okay. Win a Super Bowl. With what team? The Niners? The 49ers, baby. San All right. Francisco. So Jimmy G's got to move over by the time you're done. Yeah. Right? I mean, by the time you're ready. He's got some time. He's got a five-year contract. So... Let's see, yeah, it's perfect. They got four years of college, one year, one more high so school. So when he's years. done, you're just hoping that they don't. They, maybe he wins a Super Bowl and then they get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. by then they'll, they'll be giving quarterbacks like 300 million a year. So yeah. he'll just he'll have to go somewhere else. <laughs> he'll have to go to LA or something where they got the money, and then you know there's they'll draft the young quarterback out of Central New York, and we'll, we're going to take that league by storm. There you go, Connor Hayes saying that he he'll be a future Niner. All right, Brandy, what are three things on your bucket list? Um, play in the Olympics. Okay. Um, go snorkeling or scuba diving. Scuba diving. And probably travel around the world. Where would you want to go if you could go anywhere in the world? Probably Australia, just because it's so like unique and different than anywhere okay. else. All right. Australia will make it happen. Jeremiah, three things on your bucket list. Okay, uh, I want to be in a fried chicken eating contest, <laughs> and I want to make the Olympic team, Okay. and I want a medal, and also, I, I've been interested in soccer, I want to go to the World Cup, you know, it's a pretty world, big worldwide event, Yeah. and I think it'll be a very cool experience to see, like, a lot of people that passionate about a sport, it's good. I don't well, want to go. You know, in 2026, it's the North America Cup, it'll be in the United States, Mexico and Canada so you'll have the opportunity there's games in New York New Jersey Boston Toronto Montreal so you'll have an opportunity to go see it well you won't see me there <laughs> all right all right Joe Is that jump on here Joe 
Come on, come on, Joe. You're part of this now. Joe Williams joining Wake Up Call with Dance and Tour Live in location at Chick-fil-A Cicero. Former track star at CNS who's moving forward to play to do track at University of Buffalo. Yes, and the best friend of Jeremiah Willis, if nobody caught it's that. Your boy, you know. <laughs> so, Joe, what are three things on your bucket list? I was not expecting you to ask me this, but um, <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off of Connor and say definitely skydiving because okay. that, that just looks so insane. I, I want you to like keep growing the hair out, though, and oh, skydive like that. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> I'm going to take a before and after picture. Like, okay. I have a before, and there's going to be have nothing left on my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, Number two, I want to meet Grant Holloway because that's my inspiration as a hurdler. Okay. Uh, he runs at Florida State, uh, NCAA champion, uh, breaking all these records. Okay. It's just amazing. And I'm going to piggyback off of Jeremiah again and say make an Olympic team. Make an Olympic team. That's hurdling and just track in general has played a huge role in my life, and I just want to pursue that. Okay, I'm going to stick with you, Joe, because I... But we did, we had to do this in gym class when I was in high school. We had to we had to jump hurdles. Right. Now I've realized that I don't jump them normally. <laughs> I jump up in the air and I spin, and then oh. I get up and I jump again. I don't know why what? my body. I turn my Whoa. body, so I do a little bit of a 360, jump again, do it again, and jump again. But it works for me. So does that does that impress you that I can pull that off? I am very impressed because <laughs> when I hurdle, I just kind of. Walk over them, but no one, someone could do a 360 over Yeah, there. no, I, for some reason I did it, and then I tried it again, and it worked. So I don't know how fast I'm running through the whole thing, but I know that I can spin in the air, so that's good. That's very impressive. I can make it happen. Gentlemen, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to give you one more. Right. Favorite singer, band, any of that, of all time. Favorite when it comes to music. My favorite artist? Yeah, favorite artist. It's going to have to be J. Cole. J. Cole? I'm going to give it to J. Cole. Favorite song by J. Cole? Um, Kevin's Heart. Kevin's Heart by J. Cole. Kevin's Heart, okay. His, his newer one, but his older stuff, probably G-O-M-D. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, J. Cole. Jeremiah, favorite artist of all time? Chris Breezy, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. That, that dude's my icon. I love Chris Brown. I grew up listening to Chris Brown, and he just... Oh my gosh, I can't even explain. The dude's amazing. Please tell me that you've seen the video for Freaky Friday. Yes, I have. You have? My wife hates that I played that song on repeat. I love that song. I don't know why. I sing it in the house. I love it. I so, think it's great. So you best believe if I get a fortune cookie and it says switch bodies, Chris Brown, here I come. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Connor. Favorite artist of all time. Uh, this is hard because I listen to so, so many types of music, but... <laughs> Um, I'd have to go with Thomas Rhett. He's a country uh, country artist. Uh, he's just he's an all around great guy. Uh, he's done a lot with charity and stuff like that. And uh, he's definitely the, uh, affected my life in a positive way. How has he affected your life positively? And secondly, what is your favorite song by Thomas Rhett? Um, just seeing all the good that he's done. Cause my aunt lives in Nashville, so I visit there a lot. So that's like how I got started in country music. And just I follow him on social media, you know, adopting uh, his daughter from Africa and stuff like that. That's just, uh, he has so many charities. Uh, it just shows like that you can be so popular and so out there in the world um, and still give back. And uh, my favorite song, um, that's, a, that's a hard one. Um, uh, I, think, I think the first song I ever heard by him was Vacation. And that's probably my favorite. That's okay. a oldie. It's pretty good. All right. 
Alright, Brandy. Favorite artist of all time? Luke Bryan. Luke yeah. Bryan. Alright, we got two nice. country here. Alright, why Luke Bryan? I just really like his music. Yeah. What, and what favorite, what's your favorite song by Luke Bryan? Um, probably Kick the Dust Up. Kick the Dust Up. Alright. Final question, then I get you all off the hot seat and I jump on in a second. Randy, if you could switch bodies, switch places with anybody here of Jeremiah, Joe, and Connor, who would it be and why? Uh oh. Uh -oh. Um, uh oh. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard. I don't know. Probably. Probably Jeremiah. Because I'd like to be as fast as he is. Alright. Good answer. Steel bases, baby. <laughs> Alright. Alright, Joe. If you could switch bodies with anybody, who would it be and why? With anybody? With, with, or just all With anybody here? Um. I would say Jeremiah, but I'm with this dude too much. So like, <laughs> I'd have to say Connor, cause throwing a touchdown pass with that big crowd at the sectional championship probably felt like a million dollars. So I want to know what that feels like. Okay. So definitely Connor. All right, Jeremiah, of Joe, Brandy, and Connor, who are you switching bodies with? Uh, I'm gonna be brutally honest. I want to switch bodies with nobody. I mean, they're all three of them are amazing people, and yeah. you know, I, I think they they live a, they live an amazing life, and I, I like them to keep that life. I want them to step into my life, you know. <laughs> I, I I like to stay myself on this one. Okay, all right, Connor, who are you switching bodies with? Uh, I have to go with Brandy because uh, I used to play baseball and I wasn't very good, so I want to play softball and I could be really good because she's <laughs> she's pretty darn good at softball. softball. So I, I have to go with Brandy. All right, fair enough. Connor Hayes of CNS Football. Brandy Feeney of CNS Softball. We have Jeremiah Willis of CNS Track and Football and Joe Williams of CNS Track. I'm Dan Tortora. We'll take a step aside, wake up call with Dan Tortora live on location, Chick-fil-A Cicero. When we come back, these four, yes, Joe, you too, yes. you can all put me on the hot seat, and whatever you ask me, I have to answer. Please remember, it's a family show. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> this is a wake-up call, Fast Break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315 315- 487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. This is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or a wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315 315- 
315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events, giving you a reason to celebrate. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us central and upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Penn and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, live on location here at Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road. We're here every single month, courtesy of Jimmer Sikowski, and Chick-fil-A as well as Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here with CNS doing a different show. It looks different. It feels different. And we have different guests every single month. We're proud to have who we have here today. Joe Williams from CNS Track who's heading to Buffalo. And then we have a trio of juniors, Jeremiah Willis, who has track and football at CNS, Brandy Feeney of CNS Softball, and Connor Hayes of CNS Football, and of course myself, Dan Tortora. This is the part of the show that I don't know any other broadcaster on this planet that flips the mic on themselves. But I thought I'd dare to be different and put myself on the hot seat. So please be gentle. Connor, I'm going to go with you first. Give me a question. What do you got? Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> yes, because it's in bread. What is no, incorrect answer. Yeah, no. It's in bread. It's a sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Jeremiah, what do you got for me? All right. Uh, what do you think about track and field, and did you ever run it? I never ran track and field, but I did tell you that in school we had to run, we had to jump hurdles, and I would jump and spin in the air, and I don't know how I did it, but I would do it. You sure you wasn't on a trampoline? <laughs> I wasn't on a trampoline. <laughs> I'd jump and spin. That's all I knew how to do. I could jump like three or four like that, and then I'd just walk off to the side, and I'm done. I don't want to, I don't want to lose that. So what do I think about track and field? I respect the heck out of it, and you know I think I think speed kills. So. And I'm a big fan of the Flash, as you could tell by my sneakers. Yes, so, sir. so yeah, Jeremiah, I think I think you got a fan in me. So, yes, thanks, y'all. Yeah, no problem. All right, Joe. What do you got? Do you believe that there is other life out in outer space? Yes, I do. So do I. I do believe that there's life out there because it's a giant, giant galaxy, and then there's a bunch of other galaxies. I think there's a hundred thousand galaxies because I took astronomy. So the thought that there could be something else out there, I don't know if it has, you know, four eyes and is, you know, running around on tentacles and stuff, but I think that there could be something else out there. There's no way we're the only ones. Yeah, no. <laughs> no we way. are not alone. No way. No way. All right, Brandy, what do you got? No way. Um, if you were to get arrested, what would it be for? Oh, oh. Classic. <laughs> Classic, Brandy. Wow. Practical joke. If I was to get arrested, what would it be for? <laughs> hmm. 
spit and run. <laughs> I want to be four. I want to be four. Stalking Carrie Underwood. Oh my goodness. Y'all are giving horrible answers for me. I thought we were building a friendship here today. I don't feel like that now. I'd probably get, what would I get arrested for? Well, I'm Italian and Hispanic, so they'd probably be pulling me over with some connection to the mob, I would think. Maybe, maybe that's what it would be. Some mob connection. All right, Connor, what do you got? Five best cereals. Not your favorite cereals, the five best cereals. Well, definitely not Honey Smacks because there's salmonella in it right now. Yes, I, I, yeah, I heard that. So let's go with Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay. No specific order. Okay. Honey Nut Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Lucky Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wait, wait. I got two more. Let me think. Trick, trick, let, me, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Got to have Fruit Loops. And I got to go outside of the box on this. Pumpkin no. pumpkin spice mini wheats. What? They're so good. What? They're called like harvest mini wheats. They're I'll so good. To, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'll pumpkin spice mini wheats. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Ooh. Hidden treasures. They don't exist anymore. What? <laughs> it was a cereal that. Yeah, cookie crisp was good. <laughs> but, the, but the hidden treasures, it was like this little like rectangular cereal. And when you would bite into it, there was different flavors, but you never knew what you were going to get wow. in the cereal. Good, that was so good. All right, that was a good question. All right, Brandy, what do you got? If you could meet any of the Kardashians, who would you want to meet? None of them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> good one. None of them. All right, do you believe in Bigfoot or mermaids? <laughs> yeah, conspiracy theories out here. I, no, mermaids, baby, they're real. <laughs> they're real. Only 5% of the ocean been discovered. I would say I'm going to have to go with Jeremiah in the sense that we don't know what's in the ocean, which is horrifying. I think there's some massive octopus. I think there is a kraken living at the bottom of like the Atlantic Ocean. So I'll, I'll say, I guess, I guess I'll say mermaids because I've seen hairy people before. So I believe in that too. <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you got for me? Would you rather be blind or deaf? Oh man, I, <laughs> isn't that horrible? Terrible, <laughs> awful. That is terrible, Joe. You have I, to pick one. I would, I guess, I would rather be deaf if I had to choose because I could still. I could still learn to speak, and I could still learn to understand. Right. And you know, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I would never not want to be able to see my wife. So, so but that—that's from the heart. That's real. <laughs> All right, Connor, what do you got for me? Um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of one over here. Um. The cereal one was awesome. I know, I know. See, I was, I was, I was so happy about that one. I yeah. forgot to think of the next one. <laughs> oh, you're just like rummaging through a I'm website just, right now. I'm just going through. Gonna have, have to shout out the website or something. Yeah, conversationstarters.com. Oh my lord. There it is. Shout it out. Okay. So, All right. If you had to visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? I would go to Italy and Spain because that's where my family is from. No. And in Spain, my family, they're called the Caracaos. They actually watch, they watch my show and they listen to my show from Spain, which I think is five hours ahead. So when we shoot videos and do different things, I've had my family in Spain, not like Mexico, New York, but actual Spain, like take videos of them listening to the show or they'll write to me in Spanish. So 
I think it's pretty crazy that through my line of work and through my own company is what like kind of brought me and my family together. So it's kind of cool. And we do have family in Italy as well. Nice. All right, Brandy, what do you got? Um, if you could turn into any animal, what would you be? I would be a jaguar. Or I would be a dog. Because jaguar is a really fast, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are up and coming. Make sure that you know that I said that. And as far as being a dog, because I'm a dog lover and I've had dogs all my life, and I don't know if there's any better sign of unconditional love than a dog. Hi, right, Jeremiah. I would have said cheetah, but hey, that's good too. Big cats, baby. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you like fried chicken? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You got. So there's got to be like another. There's like something to supplement that question. Was it yes or no? Who doesn't <laughs> like fried chicken? Man, you'll be surprised. I don't. I don't know if those people are nice people if they don't like fried chicken. Not at all. No. God bless America. All right. Okay, Joe. What do you got? It's <laughs> hard, right? It is. <laughs> um, if you had to choose one superpower, what would it be? If I had to what? Choose one superpower. Choose one superpower. Oh, man, I, I have two that I love. I would be able to teleport, or I would be able to fly. Yeah, I was thinking that. Or, or, if I had the, the superpower to be able to take a disease out of a person and kind of put it into my body and I could heal it and release it, I would take disease out of people. Wow. What would you call that? What would I call that? Oh, man. I would call that... Call. Sa <laughs> I, I know what I would call it. I call it Saving Grace. Hey, wow. I like that. I saving like Grace. That. TM, copyright. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll give you all three more. So three more. Okay. Three more. Connor, go ahead. If peanut butter wasn't peanut butter, what would it be called? Delicious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, Brandy, what do like you got it. for me? Um, if you could meet any actor or actress, who would it be? Alright, I'll give you one of each. If I could meet any actor, if he was still living, it would be Robin Williams. Because I love Robin Williams. And when Robin Williams passed away, you, you would have thought it was my uncle because I grew up on like Mrs. Doubtfire and like all of his, I was like five years old, I think, when I saw one of his first movies. So, Robin Williams on that side and female actress. Oh man, or an actress. Let me think, let me think. Mm. It's tough. You know what I would say? And, and I knew her back in the day when she, I mean, I didn't know her, her but I mean, her, her music, I appreciated her ability lyrically, but Queen Latifah. Hey! Queen Latifah. Because Queen Latifah is awesome. All right, Jeremiah, what do you got? Um, what are three things on your bucket list? Three things on my bucket list. To, to to have a child someday to be to be a dad, I'd say to be a dad. I'm gonna say skydiving because I gotta I gotta do that. I've decided my mom wants to do it, so we're gonna do that. And then uh, third thing on my bucket list would be to take someone out of the situation that they're in and put them in a situation for them and their family where they could change their life for the better. If I knew that I could directly be responsible for helping somebody have a better life. I try to do that every day, but if I, if I knew that, that that actually happened and that they paid it forward to somebody else, I'd take that too. That was the best answer I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, for real. That was, that was on top. Thank you, Joe. Right, Joe, what do you got? 
Now, if you were able to be reborn again, would you rather rather be born like back then or further in the future? I would rather be. I'd rather be born in the past because obviously some things that are happening in our country today show that people haven't learned anything. So right. I, I would go back right. to the past and try to change the present and say, you know, that people should not be people should not be treated in a negative way because of the color of their skin, their sex, how much money that they have, where they came from, who they love, but on but truly on the content of their character. So I go back in time for that. These answers are so good. I'm running out of questions. <laughs> All right, you got you got two more apiece, Brandy. What do you got for me on this one? Um, would you rather live in a shed the rest of your life or a car? Would I rather live in a shed or a car? I'd rather live in a car because a car is like a shed, but it stops. But I can always get out and go somewhere else if I'm in a car. So I'm gonna pick a car. All right, Connor. Alright, so you're 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 a technology guy, you know, you're on the move doing stuff. Yeah. What is the coolest <laughs> Wi-Fi name you have ever seen? Oh, people can name their Wi-Fi. Oh yeah. Have you seen have you seen any cool ones that stuck <laughs> out? <laughs> China I'm trying to think of the exact name of one. I think they called I think one of the Wi-Fi's that I saw was like it's a virus or something like that. Like <laughs> somebody was trying to let everybody know, like if you hop on my Wi-Fi, I'm gonna infect your computer. So that's a little bit scary. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess I'm I guess I'm with that one. All right, Jeremiah, what do you got? Okay, this is very simple. Okay. All right. Do you like Chick Fil A? I love Chick Fil A. Here we go, baby. It's not even a question. That's why. Eat more chicken. All right, all right, Joe. Pete? Your second to last one. What do you got? I like how Joe knows he's he breathes in on purpose. I do. It's, like, it, it's for that. It's just like it's it causes emphasis. Yeah, it's like the build up. Emphasis know? on how much I'm thinking about this. It's right the now. build up. I love it. Um, <laughs> if you could listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh man. Chris Brown. That's tough. That's tough. I can listen to one artist for the rest of my life. Who would it be? Wow, he had to put the mic down. I wish y'all could see this. <laughs> he put the mic down. Oh, man. That's tough. Chris Brown, baby. Go hop on the wave. No. Chris B. I'm trying to think about... I guess I got a couple. I love Phil Collins. I know that this may cause some controversy at the table, but I like Drake. Hey, you know, I know Drake and Meek Mill had, had beef with each other, so whatever, but I like Drake. So I guess I would say Drake, I would say Phil Collins, Luther Vandross made my mom's favorite song dance with my father, so maybe Luther Vandross. I could do that. Any one of those. I could make that work. So I guess I guess I'll go there. Alright, Connor, what is your final question for me tonight? This is this is hard. Um you know, being being at CNS where we are, we are the North Stars as our mascot. Yeah. But our mascot used to be the unicorn. Okay. So I, I was, what do you like better, the the North Star or the unicorn? Yeah, I like that. Well, when I was a kid, my mom and my dad got a book made for me, and from a like local writer, illustrator, whatever, and it was about a party because I love dinosaurs, and the whole thing was like all me and my friends in the book turned into dinosaurs. 
and we had to find Sweet. this unicorn. Sweet. So I guess I'm going to go with the unicorn. Nice. Let's bring the unicorn I back. I like it. I know. I, I, I said we should get some alternate uniforms with some unicorns yeah. on them. Do something like that. Bring the unicorn back. We need to we need to design those. I know a guy. All right, Brandy, what's your final question for me? Um, if you could wear one brand of clothes for the rest of your life, what brand would it be? Well, it's what I'm wearing right now. It's local, made on Teal Ave, Dry Sig Apparel. They make all of our T-shirts, all of our hats, our jerseys everything and i think we have like over 600 shirts out in the country so i would say dry sick apparel shout out mark jones a good local guy who went and played for tennessee as a running back played overseas and came back to syracuse to start his company so that's d-r-e-i-s-s-i-g dry sick apparel check it out on t-lab all right joe what's your final question for me all right i have another would you rather these are my favorite okay would you rather have Legs as long as your fingers, or have fingers as long as your legs? <laughs> that's the worst question I've ever asked. I know that's the weirdest question I've ever asked. I'm gonna say legs as long as my fingers because Deadpool has that in the new Deadpool movie, yes. and he still found out how to be a beast. So, all right, I respect it. Shout out to be Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. All right, Jeremiah, here you go. Your uh, you get to you get to end the show on your question. Uh oh. Um, you know this all of this been jokes and goes, but I got a good one. Um. Uh, you know the little time capsules thing where you say some and then a few years later you'll read it to yourself and be like, wow. Yeah. Um, if you had one thing to say to yourself in the next few years, what would it be? So I'm going to put it in the time capsule today. Yep. I'm going to say to myself, I hope that you woke up every morning and thank God for waking you up today. Amen. I hope that you told other people that God exists. I hope that you are unafraid to say that God is real. And I hope that at, at this point that you're reading this, you have worried less about what other people think of you and loved more than you thought you were capable of. Exclamation point, Zantatora. Wow, I like it, I like it, I like it. So for Joe Williams of track, <laughs> Jeremiah Willis of track and football, yep. Randy Feeney of softball, and Connor Hayes of football, we're going to have everybody in here. Just give a round of applause. This is for CNS. So show some love for CNS. They are in your community. Show them some love. Bring it up a little bit here. It's Chick-fil-A. It's for them. This is Wake Up Call with Dan Satoro. We are here every single month for Connor, Brandy, Jeremiah, and Joe. Thank you so much. And Joe, thank you for getting Jeremiah here safely. Yeah. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. All right. Y'all have a good day. Thank pleasure. you so much. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. For one day only, Sunday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., the CNY Pop Festival brings sports and pop entertainers together, including Syracuse basketball's Decades of Bayheim, from Roosevelt Bowie Jr. to Daywan Coleman, as well as Syracuse football alumni and actors from The Flash, Star Wars, The Gremlins, Power Rangers, and The Addams Family. Come to the CNY Pop Festival at the F Shed at the Regional Market. Buy VIP and pre-sale tickets now on cnypopfestival.com. Brought to you by Honda City. Liverpool, Utica Pizza Company, and True by Hilton Camillus. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. 
we prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. want to give a special thanks to the CNS North Stars and a big-time shout-out to Connor Hayes of the CNS football team winning their first sectional ever, first sectional championship ever in CNS history, most recently, and for his award for football large school, winning that All-CNY award. Brandy Feeney, big shout out to Brandy, who's got another season to come up. And with softball making it through sectionals and into regionals, an amazing season. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. Keep hitting home runs and taking care of business to the catcher, Brandy Feeney of CNS Softball. Big congratulations to her. And also to Jeremiah Willis, who won the track award in all CNY. He's coming back with another season. The quick kid. I'm going to jump. You know, whenever I need to get somewhere fast, I'm just going to jump on his back and have him take me. Forget the car. Jeremiah Willis, big ups to him. Track and football. Thank him for being on the show. And Joe Williams, who crashed the party. Very happy that Joe CNS Track got to be a part of the show as well. So big shout out to Joe. Thank you to each and every one of them. To Jimmer Sikowski, owner and operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero. And to Tim Bednarski, the AD of CNS. I want to thank him as well. And I want to thank Zach Bowden for being a part of the show with World Cup Wednesday. We got games to watch, folks. We're going to make sure that we get that done. And we're very excited about what is to come on this wonderful World Cup day and uh, throughout the World Cup. You know that the World Cup takeover happens the first hour of Wake Up Call every Wednesday with Zach Bowden with World Cup Wednesday. And every Friday it takes over the significant segment or significant soundbite segment with Lawrence L.J. Papaleo at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time every Friday. For Thursday's show coming up on June 21st, the first day of summer, the summer solstice, we will be having, as we always do on the broadcast at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll be coaching with class with Katie Kalinske, who spent seven years on Jim Beheim's staff with Syracuse Orange Men's Basketball. We'll also hop into the Fantasy Football Power Hour and get that going right here with Mike Sofka of Hall of Fame FantasyFootball.com from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to have a special interview coming up at 9 a.m. as well. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Something cool coming up for you on the broadcast and then on Friday, obviously, we'll be doing what we do, the annoying moment of the week, significant sound bites, World Cup takeover, and we'll have our collectible corner with John Newman and Newman Sports Cards with plenty of new cards coming up, including some autographed Leonard Fournette stuff of the Jaguars. You know I'm hopping on that, loving that stuff. So definitely appreciate all that we're uh, we're doing here at Wake Up Call with Dan Tatora because of you wonderful people that listen in, that watch, that's 
that read our articles that are on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, on Twitter at Call DT, on Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT, YouTube.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, and of course on Wake Up Call dt.com clicking on tune in radio the podbean podcast the itunes podcast and the rss feed to get us over 103,000 show downloads which means that we have arguably easily surpassed 350,000 plays so that's because you are great and we thank you tremendously for everything that you have done buy your cny pop festival tickets to all my syracuse basketball and football fans sports fans in general and on top of all of that all my people that love the flash and love the adams family and star wars and the power rangers we have so many announcements coming up in the last two days folks we have brought on so much to the show that you are going to fall out of your chair so i suggested if you're standing that you sit if you're sitting that you have a cushion by you because you will either faint or fall off the chair that you're sitting in when we announce these cny pop festival things Go to cnypopfestival.com and buy your tickets now. You can only get VIP online. You can only get pre-sale online. So all of you that are waiting to buy your tickets, there's no sense in waiting because online is the only place you can get them. $15 for adults, $10 for kids, $30 for VIP, cnypopfestival.com. Have yourselves a great day and go get yourself some Chick-fil-A. We'll talk with you tomorrow morning.